The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Guys, that's the bad uh, band covering on Vogue. I, how, I, how the hell did I not know about that until I bought the ultimate music guide to Bob Dylan and the band today? Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought it would end up with us playing an on Vogue cover, huh? Good evening, Catherine Boyle. Hello. Good evening, team out there, and good evening to you, dear listener. My name is Ian Lee. This is the late night. Alternative. It's going to be punchy. It's going to be feisty. God damn it! It's going to be spunky. If you want to take part in the show, you can call us about anything you want. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It's a Love Island special. Kinda. I want to talk about um, nice asses. Black cab drivers smoking spliffs while driving their cabs. I saw it today. Black cab drivers dri- pulling unconscious men out of their cabs and leaving them in the middle of the road. It happened. 
letters from insane people, Manchester, and flooding my flat. All of that! Wow, what a show! We get the idea. 0344-499-1000. Let's dive into the calls, and then I've got to talk about some sweet, sweet tale I saw earlier on. Good evening, Phil! G'day, this is Wally Dingo with your Aussie Rolls Roundup. In weekend action, it was North Melbourne over the Eagles, Port over the Bulldogs, Hawthorne over the Dockers, Essendon over the Swans, the Cats over the Lions, Carlton over the Suns, and Melbourne over the Crows. I'll see you next week. Till then, check out Matlock Police on YouTube. It's Crawford Gold. I will not be checking that out, but thank you so much. Thank you so much uh, for your input. So, driving into work, and um, I saw, walking on the pavement, on the, uh, on the other side of the road, walking in the same direction as me, some tight lycra. I saw the sweetest ass I've ever seen in my life. Right? Now, it was an amazing bum. There is, I, and I'm not, it was amazing. I have seen nothing like it. I wanted to bite it like a peach. I wanted to spank it. I wanted to lick it. I wanted to just just watch it. I could spend the rest of my life just watching it walking in front of me. Right? Here's the twist. It was a fella. It was a fella, right? Cause first of all, it was an amazing bum. And I thought, wow. Then I looked up and it was like it was just like a really buff guy, quite short, about your height, Catherine, tiny, and and I thought, ah. Still that ass though. And like now, what? Where? Th- th- Are this... you asking? Does this make you gay? Well, no, I'm not because it doesn't make me gay. Well, does it? If it does, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Did I turn gay on the way in? But I just, I just thought it was so... honestly, Catherine. I wish you'd seen it. I wish you'd been there so I could have pointed that out. It was the most beautiful bottom I have ever seen in my life it was staggering it was stunning and even when i knew it belonged to a guy i could not take my i I just couldn't take my eyes away from that butt that hot butt why the lycra though i think well he was obviously a gym bunny he was buff he was buff And I've often thought if I were to go gay, it wouldn't be with a muscle. I couldn't do it with a muscular man. Um, so it wasn't that the rest of the body, the face was unattractive to me. The rest of the body was buffy, had short sleeves on and muscular and a big chest. And um, it was that lycra. It wasn't even the legs. Cause, but I did notice it was that lycra that had like holes down the side. Ooh, so you can vents. see. Yeah, the vents. The vents. Oh, God. Um, so it wasn't the legs. It was just... As, 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 as we say in Greece, Oreo Golas, great arse. Oh. Yeah. Um, it was it was just, it was out of so this. So many Oreo biscuits, is, is it, are they great or are they arse? Um, no, Golas, I'm pronouncing it incorrectly, Greeks. Give me a break. Oreo, Oreo. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to, I can't, I don't know. Um, Which part of it is the bomb is what I'm saying to you. The last bit. Oreo is good. Okay. Oreo Golas. I can't remember what I said now. Anyway, I'm just confused. Not confused sexually. I'm not going to go home and, you know, 
put up a picture of Elvis Presley and Marilyn Monroe and start playing with myself and see where my which which side my eyes are on at the last stroke. Not going to be doing that again. That's the gay test. Oh, is that's it? the gay test. The gay test, as every every teenager knows, is you have a picture of an attractive man, a picture of an attractive woman, and you start and you see where your eyes are when you finish. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a proper. I I don't know if they use it in. You know, like therapy and psychology, but they certainly use it in teenage boys' bedrooms. Am I right, fellas? Um, so I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything. It, it's basically, it has completely sal. You know that? Remember the salad dryers used to get? Yeah, I've got. I just bought one. Have you? Mm. What to put in? And yeah. Have you? you don't have to do that anymore. It's an in and out one. No, mm. I used to love doing the salad on a on a at the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> well, this one is ergonomic, so you only, I have to pull it out once and it does it itself. Well, what you need to do is you need to put up a picture of Elvis and a picture of Marilyn Monroe, and we just. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's basically, I, 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 I'm not thinking for a second that it's, it, this guy's bum made me gay. No. Right? But it was, it was, it was, I noticed it and it was, and it, it's not like I'm driving on looking at, looking at tail. Right? It sounds like you are. No, 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 I'm not. But this was just so magnificent. That's the only word I've got to describe it. It was magnificent that I saw it from quite a distance. And as I came up close, I, I was like, I just couldn't, couldn't stop looking. Because so it was amazing. Then there was the scan up. Oh, it's a fella. Slight disappointment. But then my brain went, but still, have another well look at that gorgeous bum. Yeah. And I did, and I was just staring at it. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. Um, I don't know if there are any psychosexual counsellors out there listening to this. I don't know if that guy's listening to this. It was all, it was along the embankment, guys. It was, it was by the Thames. 03444991000. Interestingly, though, a little call back to last week. Mm. You didn't feel the need to open your window, lean out, and tell the owner of that bottom no. that you'd clocked it. No, 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 no. Some no, people no. think that there's no harm in that. No, but, but it I've, didn't occur to you to do that. I've announced it on national radio. Yeah, but you didn't confront him with his own magnificence. I'm like an intellectual builder that instead of whistling from atop my scaff, I am metaphorically whistling from atop my broadcasting tower. It's not quite the same, but okay. Hey, thanks to everyone that came to Manchester um, to see us on Saturday. Saturday, Saturday, ever loving Saturday. Uh, We had a great time. Sold out show. Um, Jerry came. Um, um, that's it. Only, only Joe came. We're only selling one ticket. Harsh, Harsh Singh came up from Slough. Amazing. From where I live. I could have given him a lift. Patrick came over from Ireland, leaving behind his heavily pregnant wife. Hey, um, they, uh, I'm gonna. We're gonna I send saw, them. We're gonna send them yep. a little thingy, Bob. Um, I got, we'll send them a little. We'll send a little baby grow with a rabbit hole. Yeah. Thing on. Spoke to Scott. He's gonna do that for us. Um, and then maybe we'll send, I don't know, some, we'll send, then we'll, we'll send something for mum and dad as well, you know, because those guys are great. Hey, those guys, I was disappointed she didn't come. Is that was that, I thought that was half hearted on her part. Lazy of her. Yeah, very lazy. lazy. Very lazy. The baby's not due, it's not due for another five weeks. So very, very lazy on her part, actually. Um, but it was a good old show. Sorry you couldn't watch it on Periscope. Tough. You should have been there. The internet was pony. Um, but I, you missed, um, we bought, um, 
McDonald's for the entire audience. And Isaac rocks up during the interval with burgers for everybody. Um, and even I noticed some blokes that weren't in the audience took some burgers. But uh, it was that kind of vibe. It was it's a loving good. vibe. We did like, a, including the burger uh, thing, we did like a two and a half hour show and came away with about 80 quid each. We are, we are old school. We're troopers. But yes. you did sleep in Meryl Streep's bed. That was it. So we got an Airbnb, right? Because um, it's kind of, if we're getting two hotel rooms, it's like, well, you might as well get a nice apartment for ever so slightly more. Yeah, and in which case we, we can meet in the living room and have conversations <laughs> rather than having to meet in know, each other's bedrooms, be, which is always a little bit strange. Or, you know, just meet in the, the, the bar at the Premier Inn. Uh, so we we got an Airbnb, right? And it was right in the centre of town, um, uh, right next to a, a restaurant called Fat, Fatties. Fatso's. Fatso's. Right uh, next to it. Piccadilly Tavern. Yeah. Um, but it was an amazing apartment. And uh, he was saying, the guy said, well, you, you're not uh, the first entertainment people we've had. Meryl Streep has stayed in here. So we were trying to work out whether she slept in my bed or Ian's. My we bed. reckon yours, because you had the posh it was, mezzanine. It was the, it, mine was the bigger room. So, uh, uh, Streep might have been like researching a, a more humble role. <laughs> Could have done. So we had a great weekend. Thank you to Chelsea and Phil who put us up at their house on Friday to do the show. And uh, uh, thank you if you listened. Sorry that it, you know it sounded not. It sounded a little bit tinny because my microphone decided not to work. But thank you to Chelsea and Phil who are delightful and who are now friends of the show and friends of ours. Thank you to everybody who came on Saturday because we're always surprised that people will come and um, listen to this rubbish. Um, thank you to John at the Three Minute Theatre for putting us up there. Oh, it's it's so a great fun. little venue. Thank you to uh, Jenny and Chris for running the brilliant Annie's uh, restaurant where we went and had lunch on Saturday and then we went and had brunch on Sunday. Great place. Um, 0344 Oh, Richard, uh, R- Richard, you were at Manchester, were you? I was, Ian. Catherine, hello. How are you doing? Hi, Richard. Which one were you, hello. Richard? <laughs> As if you can't remember. The tall, ugly one. Um, oh, that narrow, right. got I know Richard. Remember, yeah. Catherine to remember. Not Catherine from that remember. description, of course, but it's Richard. Oh, one that, lawyer Richard. One oh, it's Richard. Oh, it's Richard. Oh, lawyer swaying. Richard. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Although you've been having some difficulty with the lawyers today, I understand. Oh, man alive. Can I just say, by, <laughs> I tweeted, <laughs> buying a house and getting divorced is quite stressful. And loads of people then replied, yeah, well, you're lucky to buy a house. Some people are homeless. And then one person went, yeah, well, I've, I've never even been in love, let alone married. So you get stuff, loser. I don't want people who've never been in love following me, you squares. You were giving away hamburgers. You couldn't be depressed. We were giving away hamburgers. Um, It was, uh, yeah, but, 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 but. Uh, at half past four, I sent everybody involved in this buying a house an email saying, if this is not sorted by five, I'm walking away. I'm walking away. At 4.47, we exchange contracts. And I get the keys oh, well tomorrow, done. Richard, to the Excellent. farm. Good stuff. The farm. Well, for for lawyers, no more fees for the lawyers. No more. Well, the, the divorce is still going on, so that's okay, going to... Don't worry, you guys are going to be plenty in, plenty in the pot for you guys. <laughs> How <laughs> are you, Richard? I'm yes. very well, sir. Very well. I had a great time up in Manchester. I thought I'd um, either trend it on Twitter with my three followers or just give you a quick ring to say how great it was. Yep. Well, the, uh, which very, it was. Very kind of you, man. Very kind of you. That uh, was excellent. Excellent fun. It was a very long drive up there. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's a bit like a drive-through. All right, mate that, isn't, mate, that isn't anything to do with us. You made the decision, you and Harsh and all the, and right, all these people. You can't blame the travel time on us, guys, all right? No, that's true. All right? That's true. 
Yeah, no, that's true. But it's very well worth um, coming along. It's nice to see Jerry there. Yeah, and, um, good Jerry. Yeah. Although we did make a very we, good political statement about not feeding him. We didn't give him a burger. That's terrible. Uh, uh, Richard, uh, Richard, it's good to see you. Uh, and um, yeah. uh, Scott, just nice let me know as well. You. you bought loads of merch as well. So thank yeah. you very much, man. It's good appreciated. Stuff. Cheers, okay, with this. Nice Ta-ta. Bye, 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 Richard. 0344 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Kath on Talk Radio. Neon Lit Night Talk for torch singers, trolley dollies and train wrecks like me. Mm. Never know just where the conversation will take you. What I'm going to say sounds ridiculous. The Late Night Alternative. With Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. So driving into work as well as seeing an amazing ass, right? Uh, it, I, I just can't get over it. Um, on the M40, I pulled up alongside a black cab driver, right? And he had a cigarette on the go, and I thought, "Oh, that's naughty because you're not allowed to smoke." In workplaces. No, even though it's his cab. Even though it's his, you're not allowed to. I've seen a couple of cabbies having a fag out the way. I, personally, bother me. But it's against the law. Yeah. But I tell you what's double against the law is when that cigarette is a spliffington. Get a fat. And I'm talking fat. When I used to roll joints, they were quite slim, but they were packed. But they was. This was a good old fashioned 70s fat. Spliff. A trumpet. A big old trumpet horn dog. Big, fat, dirty, fat spliff with pot in it. And he's driving up the M40, and I'm looking at that thinking, flipping heck. Um, I don't have, pati- I, you know, I don't have particularly strong feelings, people smoking pot. I, uh, it's against the law, smoking pot. People want to do it, that's fine. Driving while they're doing it... <laughs> You know, I I certainly wouldn't do it these days. Um, but you know, I I do think there is a difference between that and drink driving. But I certainly wouldn't encourage it. I certainly wouldn't recommend it. And certainly not if you're a cab driver, a professional driver. Yeah, yeah let's be on the go. Yeah. So so we we then kind of lost each other a bit, and then he pulled up on the left of me, and I kind of beat my horn, and he looked at me, and I kind of went, player. I just I I just kind of went, and he sort of looked a bit embarrassed and. Um, but yeah, you're smoking a spliff. This... Didn't you see a bus driver rolling one once? Yeah, I did. Bus driver was rolling big spliff while he was while it was going while it while the bus was going. He was rolling it. And um, this isn't an anti-black cab thing. So I know we've got a lot of black cab drivers listening to us. But but whenever I say I've used an Uber, I get all the stats on Uber rapes and Uber paedophiles. And Uber drug smugglers, and Uber counterfeiters, and Uber treasonists, and Uber jihadis, and um, Uber bastards. I get all of these stats. And I just want to say, I saw a black cab driver driving into London smoking a doobie. Days after, and this was on the talk radio um, Facebook page, although I couldn't find it when I went to look for it. So if you Google it, it's there. Days... After a black cab driver is seen on police footage taken at one minute past six in the morning, pulling up, getting out of his cab. Have you seen this? It's incredible. Getting out of his cab, going to the passenger door, pulling an unconscious black guy out of the cab and leaving him in the middle of the road. It 
is it? And then get in the cab and driving off. And then 10 minutes later, you see this guy walking past on the other side of the road to see if anybody's helped this guy. Nobody has. Why would you do that? Surely you would either. Right. Take the guy to a hospital. You're a cab driver. You'll know where A&E is. Right? And go in and go, can someone get this? Or if, I don't know, maybe he was sm- maybe he was smoking crack or doing something in the back of the cab and that caused him to pass out. In that case, pull over, phone the police. What? No. No. No, go on. You take him to hospital. Well, no, I, um, I, would, I would disagree. I would disagree with that. I, would, I, I probably would take him to hospital, but I can see merit in pulling over and calling the police if, if there are drugs involved. I mm-hmm. can see merit in that. I can see merit in that. Well, can't you do both? Um... Yeah, you can, but it's not your problem. No, but the thing that really struck me about that thing wasn't just abandoning him. It was pulling him out into the middle of the road. Yeah, yeah. And in front of other people as well. There were other um, cabbies parked up. I hope they get that cabbie and they um, they, uh, stab his wheels. I really want to know what happened. Google it, see if there's any more of the story. Maybe one of our listeners knows. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Good evening, Alan. Hi, Mark. Hello, Alan Caddick. I come bring some sad news from the wrestling world. Oh, go on then. Three wrestlers have died on the same day. What the flip? Brian Lawler. Kate Lawler. No, Brian. Oh, that's um, that's Jerry Lawler's son. Yeah. Jerry Lawler, um, the the Kaufman guy. Jerry Lawler's son has Jerry died. King Lawler. Yeah. Nikolai Volkov. Okay, I don't know who that is. And um, Brickhouse Brown. Um, they all, when did they all die? They died yesterday. Okay, do it what on wrestling? Well, Brian Lawler, he was in prison. Right. In Tennessee. On a DUI and evaded arrest charges. Right. So, but, but ha- he, he was found in his cell. He killed himself. Ay, man, that is bleak. Nikolai Volkov died in his sleep in Maryland. Okay, Maryland. After a in hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Brookhouse Brown, he died at home after having prostate cancer. Oh man alive! That is uh, that's a those are sad those are sad. Like which? How did Lawler die? He hanged himself. Oh himself. man, that is sad. Those are sad. Those are sad stories, Alan. Yeah, but I've got I've got a good way of cheering up because I'm watching Love Island. Whoa! What an ad break at the moment. We're just waiting for the result. Describe the ad break to us, Alan. This is live. This is happening live. This is dangerous, Alan Caddick. Describing the ads on Love Island. Here we go. Over you go, Alan. Well, we've got a judge at the moment advertising some yogurt. Oh, yogurt! That's for um, the STDs. It's Alan yogurt. Mmm. All yogurts are available. Oh. And now we've got another for transmoids. Oh! Transmoids? <laughs> for transmoids? Sunbites. It's about quick. Sunbites. 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 Yeah. Sunbites. Yeah. Isn't it obvious that Jack and Danny are going to win Love Island? But they are the bookies' favourite. Of course they are, because they, the, everyone loves them. Their name is Cockney rhyming slang, and if they get a spin-off series, then there's a chance that um, Danny Dyer Senior will appear in it as well. Well, yeah, Danny Dyer Senior was on last night's Love On. Was on video. he? Was yeah, he? but uh, only on a video link. Oh well. Great call, Alan. 
Thank you. There we go. Let's go to um, Gatford. Yes, Gatford. Um, I didn't hear my name being thanked that I didn't call in or come to Manchester. I wonder if you could just rectify that. No, we're not thanking people who didn't turn up because... Um, well, no, but, shut your uh, face. We did, we're yeah. not thanking people who didn't turn up because um, we needed people to turn up to make it financially viable. So those that didn't turn up are losers. Right. And um, you, you, what, you should have phoned in. We, we had three phone calls and but, two of them were from the same person. But normally you would have accused me of being boring, so surely... Well, you're being boring now, mate! When we were in Manchester, we saw one of the God Squad. One of the God Squad. Out. What what part of Manchester was that? that Piccadilly Gardens. Piccadilly... Is that Piccadilly Gardens? Mm. Oh, okay. We saw one of the God Squad in Piccadilly. It was, um... uh, 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 Oh, hang on, was it? I don't know, mate. You, it you, was near St Anne's Square, wasn't you, it? You, I don't know. You come from Manchester. Hang yeah, on a second. Hang on a second. Yes, Gatford? Up yours. Yeah, we go. Thank you very much indeed. That's, um, that, 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 just, that just sums up what a scumbag um, that guy is. Um, it just really sums him up as being one of the, one of the lowest of the low. Hello, Gatford. Hello, Gatford. What's wrong with this a-hole? What is wrong with this a-hole? People like that make me want to puke. Gatford? Yes? Up yours. Um, you should know where it is. You're from Manchester. Yeah, but I left when I was 10, so, you know, I've still so been what? marched around by my mum. I didn't know where everything was okay. or how to get there. Well, anyway, we saw this guy Saturday, and he's one of the, the religious nuts. I'm not saying all religious people are nuts. I'm saying some religious people are nuts. Some of them phone this station. So, you know what I'm talking about, right? Some religious people is nuts, okay? And he, you know he was nuts because he had a really cheap microphone plugged into a guitar amp. That ain't going to do nothing. And he's doing all that. All your sinners will go to hell. All of your sinners will go to hell. If you do not repent and follow the ways of Jesus Christ. Isn't that rubbish? But he had um, a whiteboard. And I'm a, I'm a big fan of whiteboards. We used to have a whiteboard for the show back in the old place. And maybe a whiteboard would be good. I love whiteboards. right? And he had... Now, you've got to listen to this. He had a list of people who... I think he thought were bad people, right? But me and Kath were looking at this this list going, that's a party. Yep. That is a great party. Sounds like a good time. So what we're going to do is I'm going to read out this list. We're going to take, you you called it taking the register, Catherine. We're going to take the register and we want to see if we can get as many people that are on this list phoning in as possible. Only one each. Sorry, adulterers we only want no we want a pair of adulterers actually that would be nice pair of adulterers um so these are the name these are the the types of people that we're after tonight and i think we're going to do all right with these you reckon we can tick the whole lot i think we're going to make this there's about 15 20 names on here i think we can do this because because let's be honest our listeners are very unholy unholy listeners we'll play a quick trail then when we come back we'll read the list out oh three Four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative. It's godless with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. Whispering lunar incantations for cross parents, um, cross dressers. Yeah. Did you know this about me? And cross rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've got, I've got a very poor internet connection. On Talk Radio. 
0344-499-1000. So this is the list of people we want to call in tonight. If you feel that you match any of these descriptions, then give us a call. It doesn't cost you. It's free for most people. It's part of your package, pennies at most, um, and you'll get a call back straight away. It's not one of these shows where it's, oh, yeah, we might call you back in half an hour. You get a call back straight away. You phone up, you're on the air within three minutes, pretty much, unless we've got a big old queue, in which case we'll get through that queue and we'll get to you as soon as we can. So these are the people that we are looking for this evening. I've tweeted the list if you want to go and look at that picture. But haters of God, that'll be an easy one for this lot, because this lot, are, they're, they're, I mean, they're, they're awful people. Yeah, the Antichrists. Yeah. Haters of God, fornicators. That's like they won't be listening. That's shaggers, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we want um, Jack and Danny of one. Well, we knew that. Oh, spoiler win. alert! Our balls. Um, that's my. That's not me farting. That sounded a lot like. It did sound like me farting. That wasn't. That was like trap wind, but in my hip. Ooh. Have you ever had that? No. I swear to God, it wasn't a fart. Because I would. I've been trying to fart on air for the last few days, and I've not been able to. That was trapped wind in my hip? What the hell is going on in there? You're about to blow. Something. Is about, hey, um, yeah, exactly. It, can you, right, my, for some reason, right, I don't know how this has got into the heads of my six and a half and eight and a half year old child, right? I don't know who they've been talking to, but they really, really want to see Jaws. Oh, why? They really, really, they've not heard about it from me. They'll right? never take a bath again. Right. There's six and a half and eight and a half. And I think, I haven't seen Jaws for years, right? I was probably about eight or nine when I saw it. And I, I and I said to my younger, I said, if you watch Jaws, there's going to be wee in your pants and there's going to be poo in your pants. Another one. I said, I know what you'll do, because this is what he does. Right? He's, he's Billy Big Balls. I want to go on the ghost train. I want to go, all right, let's go on the ghost Which train. Which one's this again? The youngest. Oh, I mean. We get to the ghost train and he starts crying. I don't want to go on the ghost train. And I said, dude, that's what's going to happen to you if you watch yours. He said, no, it won't. And then we're out walking the dog. Right? I've got no idea where this has come from. And they said, is Jaws 2 as scary as Jaws 1? And I'm having to think, because I haven't seen Jaws 2 for a long time. I said, Jaws 2 is quite good. It's, it's not as scary. And then they said, what about Jaws 3 and 4? How the hell do they know about Jaws 3 and 4? Who's filling their heads with this stuff? I don't know. And I said, I said, I, I said, Jaws 3 and 4, as far as I can remember, they're not worth watching. They're not very good films. They're not scary. Uh, they're just not very good. They're lousy movies. And then my youngest says, I watched the trailer for Jaws 2 and I wasn't scared. I said, I'm showing you the trailer of Jaws 2. His mother. Oh. What the hell is going on in that house? Man alive, i got to get a court order in place. So he's begging... Oh, 344-499-1000, by the way. He's begging me to show him Jaws. Don't you be the one to show him. Don't you well, be the one to show him. I'm tempted to... Mm. The, 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 they're coming to stay at my new house, not this weekend coming, the weekend after. I'm tempted to put it on, because he will be petrified. He'll be. I'm tempted to put on Texas Chainsaw Massacre for those guys. I want to see Jaws. Where's that come from? Anyway, 0344-499-1000. So, hey, we're looking for haters of God, fornicators, murderers. I've, we've had murderers on the show. Not on this show. Remember? Um, I mean, it needn't be a human being that you've murdered. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
Do you remember when we would, um, there's this guy, the, the local radio station we were on together. And you have like a phone book of, of the usual suspects to call, which we would always try and avoid using because we wanted to get different voices on. But you'll hear you, you, you quite often. For example, no disrespect to the man. Whenever there is a travel story, you'll get Simon Calder on. Yeah. Because right? he, he's great. He's a little bit, you know, but he's good. But you'll hear him on this station, on LBC. You'll hear him on all the BBCs. You'll, you'll hear him everywhere. It's like, OK, well, well, Simon's there. Why don't we try and find another voice who is a travel expert? Okay, you know, and you'll hear these voices on different stations saying the same thing. And one of the guys that we got was um, a guy who'd been in. He talked about prison reform, an ex-con. Yeah. Right? And he'd been, and we were talking, and I hadn't really done much research because I didn't bother reading the notes for that show ever. People would send me these long notes, and I'd, I don't read them. And I said to this guy, "How long were you in prison for?" He said, "22 years." So, wow, that is a long sentence. You must have done something pretty bad. He said, yeah, but it's not, that's not what I'm here to talk I'm here to talk about prison reform. But he was getting quite arsy. So I'm getting a bit. I said, all right, but tell me what you've done. It's not relevant. I said, yes, it is relevant. And all the while I'm Googling, typing his name in and Googling. He said, it's not relevant. And then it came up and I went, wow, you stoved in your landlady's head. Do you remember that guy? Yes. He stoved in his landlady's head and this guy's telling me about reform i suppose he's probably knows best but it was it was um so there are murderers out there so i'm i'm happy to talk to those murderers oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand i know we have a lot of prisoners listening so if you're a murderer um just bend over pull your ass cheeks apart see if your, your cellmate will pull <gasps> your phone out and give us a call wow on your stinky little phone Oh, three, four, 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 what nine, nine, one thousand. What a picture you paint there. What a picture. What a picture. What a photograph. Stick your camera phone up your arse. So there's that. Um, proud people. If you're proud of anything, can be proud of your kids, proud of your work, proud of your, proud your hanging basket. Proud of anything. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. My mum won't be when she comes back from holiday. I've let them with her. <laughs> as, as usual. <laughs> um, homosexuals. All these people are going to go to hell, by the way, but you're also going I'm to I'm hoping come... I'm coming because yeah. it sounds like a, a good time. Homosexuals, please. We'd like homosexuals to phone us up. Um, backbiters. Is mm. that the same as homosexuals? What is... <laughs> what well, is... sometimes. Well, okay. What is what is backbiting? Well, someone who talks about you behind your back. That's, is that backbiting? Yeah. No. Yeah. Backbiters. Yes. Yeah. No, back, that's backstabbers. It's the same thing. Is it? Mm. Never heard it before. Mm. Okay, let's do a couple more. We won't do all of these. Boasters, they should be first on. Um, uh, where is Boasters? Is Boasters it's in there? On? Yeah, the Boastfuls. On oh, there. the Boastful. Oh, yeah, Boasters. If um, you're gluten intolerant, this is a strange one. Yeah. But um, he couldn't spell gluttons. He's put glutons. Yeah, so if you're a gluton. And here's his last one for now. Disobedient to parents. If you're disobedient to your parents, 0344-499-1000. There's loads more. I've tweeted them, so go and have a look, and we want to see if we can tick off as many of these bad boys as we can. 0344-499-1000, the late-night alternative on talk radio. Moonlit musings for mums, madams, and meatpackers. Oh, never mind, I must have misheard. The late-night alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On talk radio. 0344 
499-1000. If you're a new listener, um, by the way, we just get, me and Kath just sit here talking rubbish. Uh, and you can call in about the rubbish. You can call in about anything else you want as well. We're not one of those shows like what you get everywhere else where um, we sit and tell you the question. Uh, we, we don't make it easy for you. We don't make it easy for ourselves. But we don't do that thing where we go, hmm, this story. How about this question? Um, we just kind of sit and have a chat. And it's like mates having a chat in a cafe or in the pub or uh, on the bus or whatever. You have a chat where I was about to list all the places. You can have a chat anywhere you With want. With a friend, you can have a chat in yes. so many places. Um, so you can pick up the phone and just dip into the chat with us, 03444991000. Or if there's stuff that we're not talking about that you want to talk about, then please do. I must remind me to tell you in a bit about how um, I flooded my flat when I was away at the weekend. Like an, like an idiot. Um, good evening, Andy. Hello, Ian. How are you, man? I'm very, very well, Andy. What have you got for us? Listen, I just, I just wanted to say thank you for being so kind for me at the weekend on Saturday. Both you and Kat oh, you're the guy Andy who um, you're into, um, and I've, I've said this: you're into people pooing on your chest. Yeah, that's the one. That's the fella. Uh, well, 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 I'm very grateful to people making me the offer. Yes. He, Andy came to the show on Saturday in Manchester and um, uh, he told us afterwards that he and we, we know because we've checked before but he told us afterwards that he has um, anxiety and that even phoning in is a big deal and you were I've got this right and you were in your hotel uh, yeah, room an I've, hour before I've the show since, I've been like you since 10 o'clock yeah thinking. I need to call and say thank you. I need Bless to call you. and say thank but you. But he said he, was, he nearly didn't come to the show. He was he got to Manchester and didn't want to leave the hotel room, and he did, yeah. and all this. But then at one point in the show, um, he um, started flirting with me, and then told me that um, when he came out as a gay man, he went to the village in Manchester, um, and like, got chatted up by this bloke who said, "Can I on your chest? S H one T on your chest?" <laughs> and he's saying this in a room full of about eighty people. There's nothing, there's nothing shy about this guy. I'd had about three Budweiser's at that stage, boys, so, you know, I was a little bit more relaxed. You guys were brilliant on Saturday night, and I was was watching that, you know, the um, I'm a Celebrity clips from earlier today, you know, and you were saying that the worst thing to yourself was going in there with all those strangers. Yes, yes. Just kind of how how on earth can I do that? Well, that was was my absolute worst on Saturday, just going into such a small theatre with so many people, but everyone was just lovely. Weren't they? And that's Um, that's good you said that, because that's the vibe... We have a lot of people say, oh, I don't want to come because it's just me. But that's kind of the vibe that we create. It's 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 very sh- uh, friendly. It's very unpretentious. If you want to sit and turn and talk to the person next to you, you'll be, I'm sure they'd welcome it. If you just want to sit there quietly and leave five minutes before the end, no one will think any less of you. You'll probably recognize a few voices because we always get a couple of callers rock up. Um, and it's just like a friendly vibe. If you want to come in a group or you want to come in your own, there's 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 no shame in that. There's nothing to be embarrassed no. about. No at all, and I, and I try to do as much stuff as I can, and I try to get out and do stuff, even, you know, despite the anxiety and whatnot, but I met people that I considered friends, even though I never met them before. I met a lovely woman called Sarah, if she happens to be listening. Thank you for keeping me company all night. There I really go. do appreciate that. And it was nice to see you, man. It was, I'm glad you, you made it. Thank you guys, all right? Thank you, okay. thank you, thank you. Love you both. Cheers, Have a really Andy. good night. Ta-ta. Cheers. Bye-bye. Right. A lot of nice people there. Uh, it, it, they're all, the show's outside of London. I did the shows in London, and we're looking at doing another one before Christmas, probably. But the show's outside of London. It's a completely different vibe. Yeah. Completely different vibe. Much more... Rec- I always get the impression that uh, London shows, not just The Rabbit Hole, but other London shows that I've done throughout the years, there's an element of... 
people sat there with their arms crossed going, go on then, that's it, what you got? What you got? Is that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And in Manchester and in Birmingham and in Bath and in places all outside of London, there's people leaning forward, willing you on, willing it to be good, willing you to succeed, you know. I think the, there's a really special thing about the community that's formed around this show. Yeah. And, you know, there are people who are active members of it and others who just find each other by accident, sometimes by coming to the shows and they realise that, yeah. you know, that they maybe heard each other on the radio or people that never listen at all but feel part of, uh, ne- sorry, never phone in at all but feel part of something bigger. Mm. People outside of London are really pleased to see us. Yeah, yeah. That's what it feels like. And I don't know whether it's just that um, the culture in London is different and the people are cooler yeah. generally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, what yeah. I mean, I don't mean cool as in like the Fonz, but I just mean cooler... Um, more restrained in terms of their reception i think part of the thing is that um and this might sound patronizing i don't mean it to but um people outside of london are grateful that people are coming to see them you know you know we played in front of 70 people you know it's in a tiny little beautiful theater um and we're obviously not doing it for the cash but we're doing it because we want to go and meet people and we want to experience people and we get uh, from going out and doing these things we get ideas for other things that we can do and it's it's kind of we just we just enjoy showing off for two and a half hours on stage do you know what else i really like looking mm. out into the audience and see pe- seeing people getting on with each other yeah love and peace and harmony it's like it, i bought burgers for the entire audience it kind of just tied in with a gag we were doing about deliveroo and uber eats and and just eat and how deliveroo is quite posh and just eats is, is not and so I, while the show was going on I, I ordered burgers for everybody from now if we'd have done that in london i think it would have been met with a bit of a oh it's a kaufman ripoff you know it would have been met with a kind of a sigh a raised eyebrow mm. in manchester we stood out on the street together waiting for the bloke getting the phone calls when 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 isaac the delivery boy arrived everyone he got a appla- cheer. everyone applauded him he was embarrassed that was don was holding the bag for me as we're dishing out burgers and and people were a bit embarrassed to start with. And I'm going, guys, I got I got 50 burgers here. Come and take. But and it was a it was just and it wasn't like a gag. I don't think I tried to record it, but I don't think we did. It's just a, just a nice. My favourite part of that was when Ray gave me his gherkin. <laughs> There's a great picture of of Kath eating another man's gherkin. <laughs> it is disgusting. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh, um, we'll put Alan. Uh, that was Alan, wasn't it? I think we're, we're no, got, Andy. Andy, Andy, sorry, yeah. We'll put Andy down on the list as homosexual. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll have any qualms about that. So we've ticked off one from the list. Let's go to Rory. Good. It, by the way, apparently there's problems with the online streaming. Keep stopping and starting. If you go to youtube.com slash Ian Lee, look for the live video. Um, you, you should be able to see it and hear it in all its heavenly glory. People are having trouble with the app and the, the online and it keeps stop, start, stop, start. You know stop, what you were saying about if we'd have got the burgers, what yeah. would London have said? Yeah. I've just read what uh, Gafford's written on yeah, YouTube. On. Says it all. What's he said? Would have preferred Burger King. Okay. That would be the attitude. Okay, wouldn't okay. it? Yeah, well, Gafford, Gafford you, 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 while I talk to Rory, you're about to lose your modship, Gafford. You talk to Rory, Catherine, while I go through the, the complicated menu system. Hiya, here. Rory. You are right. Hey, Catherine, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Nice to hear your voice. It's been a while. Oh, yeah, it's been ages, yeah. It's, I'm on speakerphone, is that all right? Well, you know it's not, but I'll put up with it because it's you. But, uh, but my, my phone is really close to the, to the, the my phone. My mouth is really close to my phone. Still on speakerphone, it makes it echoey and uh, annoying. Pick up the phone. Unless you've had your phones, your hands chopped off for stealing. Wait a minute. Have you had your hands chopped off? I don't off? know. Yeah, there we no, go. No, I haven't. I'm Why couldn't you be bothered to talk on uh, talk normally? What, 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 explain oh, yourself. <laughs> Because I'm like I'm in my bed, but with my clothes on, and the laptop is there, and I was trying to connect to the thing, Jeez, and then the amazing. phone's on my chest. And, oh. 
Oh, I thought it was okay. We're getting oh, quite a picture. It's not okay, mate. It's not okay. Just because you're a regular caller doesn't mean that you can it's break the rules. It's not that regular. No. So, Rory, what mm. you got for us today? Oh, I'm gay and I like bombs. Oh. Sorry? Boom. We've got another homosexual. Okay, we'll have two, we'll have two homosexuals then. Although... No, we only want we only want one homosexual. Oh. God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. He made Adam and Steve, and he also made, uh, made uh, Eve and uh, what's another? Eva what Longoria. Eve and Neve. Neve. Yeah. It's spelled N I A M H. That's just insane. I do Yum. feel it's unfair. Unfair. We've got two male homosexuals and none of the females re- represented. Vix, 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 you're tweeting, Vix. We cannot take tweeted applications. Vix says, so glad I introduced the flatmate, the gem rent, Ian and Flipping Kath. We've been disobedient to our parents by um, lesbian fornicating while using rolled up pages of the Bible to snort cocaine. What the heck? You've got to phone us up, otherwise you can't get on the lift. We cannot accept applications. Sound like they're a bit busy. But thanks for taking the time to type that. Thank you, Vix, and thank you, Jen. You enjoy yourselves. Play safe. Always wear a condom. Um, uh, Well, we can't have you as we can't we can't have you as our homosexual. Um, I'll go through. Although he did just boast about it. What are the other ones? I'm going to go through it. Here we go. Um, uh, Backbiter, fornicator, thief, uh, drunkard, um, innocent bloodshed. Um, violent, deceitful... No, drunk and violent, yeah, I'd go for drunk and violent. No, well, hang on, drunk and violent are separate. Are you having drunk... What well, did I say drunk? Yeah, drunkards. It's either, yeah, right. I do drunkard. You want to you be a drunkard? Yeah, I'd be a drunkard. Okay, beautiful. Well, that's two ticked off the list. Thank you, Rory. Okay. Cheers, bye-bye. <laughs> you missed him, what he said. What? I'm gay and I like bums, is what he said. That's hear. how he announced himself. Uh, my ears, I've, I've got like um, a chat filter on, on bad language, foul language. Really? Yeah, I've got a chat filter on foul language. Doesn't so it, work when it's coming out, though, does it? Um, well, the chat filter is, is inwards, it's not outwards, yes, that's correct. Yes, noticed. Um, so that will explain why we haven't got many phone calls, because the online is to cock. Oh, no. What a surprise. I suspect it's sabotaged by James Whale, the man who parked like a massive bell end today. You see James Well taking up the whole car park because he wants someone to kick off and go, James, why did you park like an idiot? I didn't park like an idiot! So I, 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 you rightfully told me not to bring it up because that's what he wanted. But he parked like an idiot. I don't know, James. You know, I know James is struggling and stuff, and I, 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 I wish him the best of luck, but don't park like a dick. I mean, seriously, just took up the whole car park, man. The whole car park outrageous behaviour. 0344 499 1000. So far we have Andy the homosexual and Rory the drunkard. We're trying to complete this list. I'll retweet the picture again during the news. Uh, It was an actual list on um, a whiteboard in Manchester um, written by one of those Christians with a very, very cheap microphone plugged into a guitar amp shouting about how we were all going to hell and he was he had two people helping him one was a a rather large gentleman chomping on a sandwich and one was a young lad who picked up the whiteboard every time it blew over i wonder if his sandwich was made with the bread of heaven (laughs) um let's go to matt good evening matt hi ian hi kath how you doing hey matt very very well it's nice kind of relaxed um, start to the week. My, I'm, I'm feeling good today, Matt. I went and got a haircut. You're standing on it. Today. Got a haircut. I went and had a massage, and it's really helped my painful neck. And uh, the house has finally gone. So fingers crossed. I'm getting keys to my new to, to yeah, the farm amazing. tomorrow. 
um, so I can go and see my cows, my herd, my babies. It's a farm. It? It's a farm. I'm giving up radio to become a farmer. <laughs> um, and I'm going to see my babies tomorrow, make sure they're all right, maybe put my hand up a couple of cows' bums. That's not standard. Why not? Why not, uh, why not mate? So is, these are great. These are great times to be alive. What have you got for us, Matt? Well, I'd like to be a gluton, please. You're Yay. a gluton. Now, can you tell us why you want to be a gluton? Uh, because um, last night I had a great big Chinese takeaway, and then I had the leftovers for breakfast this morning. Oh, I really fancied a Chinese today. But th- th- once That's I move great. into this house, I'm going to lose weight. But I-, I need one more Chinese. Here's the thing. What is this? Um, what's that chemical they put in Chinese food? M- Monosodium glutamate. MSG. MSG. What can you just buy that in like a yeah, jar yeah. to eat? I used to live with one of my flatmates when I was at university. It was called Dave Chung, and his parents had a Chinese restaurant, and he had a little tin of that stuff in the cupboard. And I swear, it makes a difference. It makes a real difference. But that's what makes Chinese food taste good, mm-hmm. isn't it? Is just it's just the MSG. The so addition what, of that is. Uh... So what is it though? No, I don't think it's what makes it feel good. I think it's what gives it a certain um, texture. It's more about texture than flavouring, although I think it does have a flavouring element as well. But I think it... Why can't we put it in, like, um, a roast dinner? I don't think you need to. I think... No, don't tell... Mate, don't tell me what I need... And what I don't this need. isn't about what he needs to do. It's what he... for MSG, why can't, all right, why can't you mix it in with the gravy of a roast dinner? Well, all you right? probably could. Yeah. I imagine it's a bit like using corn flour. Could be. It's that starchy thing that it does, isn't it, Matt? I was also um, wondering if I could get a central claim in for pride as well. Um, um, I'm the guy that took the photos, and I'm quite pleased with how they came out, so I was wondering if I could get a little bit of a... Shout out for those as well. Yeah, let's let's give let's give those let's give Matt Charmless Nurk a shout out for the wonderful Thank black you. and white photos. Although the one of me with bug eyes uh, is, well, is I offensive. I sure that one, but you know, I thought well, it's different because I was having done that, like, that on Saturday. I'd be really keen to to do that sort of thing again. So I've actually said on my photo Twitter, which is different from the Charmless Nurk one, that if anyone wants me to do that for them for any gigs in Manchester, I'll do it for free. Ooh. Um, good luck. That, people don't always go for that kind of vibe, but 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 good luck. No, I know, I know, but so I'm just what, trying to get. What I would what I would suggest is instead of just tweeting it aimlessly, yeah. um, I would I would select I would direct I would send it to some people that you know are going to be doing shows in Manchester over the next or six venues maybe months. as well. Yeah, send it. That's a great idea. Send it to venues. Send it to the three minute theatre. Send it to I don't know what other venues there are. So go through like bands and comedians. Comedians probably that are doing yeah. shows over the next six months. Um, and, and send it to those guys on Twitter yeah, and at yeah. me as well yeah. if you want. You know, so it gives it an air of of um authority. That's not the word. Authenticity. 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 Thank, Thank you. you. Um, and um, I, yeah, because I think you just tweeting it and me retweeting it. It kind of looks a bit there. But if you yeah, send it to people enough. and say, hey, listen, man, um, I'm, I, 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 I took these and I'd love to come to your show and do it for free and, you know, whatever, then you might get yeah, I think you a better chance idea. to get I'll give it a go. I'll All let right. you know how I get on. Nice one, man. Thank you, because they're stunning. We yeah, love man. them. Take care. Thanks very much. Thank you. Bye bye. Right, Ellie, Ian, Tony, stay there. We've uh, we've got a homosexual, we've got a drunkard, and we've got a gluten. So this is this is a great show. What we do m- we need? Well, we we need loads. I'll go through them in a bit. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Weeknights from ten on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
actually isn't that bad. I was playing this because I was told it was terrible, but it's actually quite good. Oh, by the way, we've, we've been called out for being racist, Catherine. I'll come to that in a minute. All right. Any ideas who that was? Any ideas? It's a song called I'm Horny, I'm Stoned. Oh, yeah. It's the doors after Jim Morrison had died. Wow! Wow! I hate the doors, but I love I'm Horny, I'm Stoned. Wowzers. I mean, that's a weird old song. I'm horny, I'm stoned by the doors after Jim Morrison died. <laughs> I quite enjoyed that. 03444991000 is the telephone number. We've got our register, um, which we are going through of, of all different kinds of... Uh, we're looking... For, so far, we've got a homosexual, a drunkard and a gluton. We're looking for strife, thieves, um, uh, boasters, wickedness, innocent bloodshed, discords... Unforgiving, violent, um, I don't know what that says, disobedient to parents, extortioners would be great, 03444991000 is the telephone number, um, Andy wants um, to share his homosexual duties with Rory, um, let's keep it, a lot of work for one person, come on guys. Um, yeah, someone said that um, apparently linking MSG with Chinese food is racist because you can use it anywhere. OK, where is it most famously used? Anywhere, because I'm not a racist, Catherine, but you appear to want to. You've had it pointed out to you. It's not racist. I think it's racist of you thinking that. Hey, I tell you what, did you hear the Bob Mill show last night? No. Got a little bit, um, Jeff. Did it? Yeah, it did. Because there was Bob on and there was an old... Amer- I think he was American, maybe Canadian. I think he was American guy. And there was a young New Zealand guy on, like mm-hmm. proper young. I, I'm, I'm guessing early 20s, right? And um, I kind of missed a bit of it because I was drifting off a bit. But this older guy talked about, well, someone said something and went, when, and, and people thought that was racist, which it isn't. And the younger guy went, yeah, it is. That's racist. And I don't know what the point was. And the American then went, that's not racist. Look, I do a bit in my act. And um, I talk about a conversation I had with an Indian guy. And I do the accent. Now, that's not racist. And the Kiwi guy's going, yeah, yeah, that is a bit racist. And then the American guy said, I do a bit about um, sitting on my bike as a kid and my testicle coming out squeezing out and it looking like a pink rabbit and in that bit i go and if it's a black guy it looks like a black marble and if it's an asian guy it looks like a bit of sweet corn that's not racist that's just me as a kid and it got you could feel the tension rise and the the, the younger comic was slightly uncomfortable against going against because bob was kind of erring on the side of this older guy right but bob is bob's very clued in and very switched on and he but he he, he could obviously read the situation so he was holding back a bit and this younger guy was getting uncomfortable being this this kid coming in and having to go against these these old fellas it was a great bit of radio because it was properly and bob's going look we can go there if you want if you guys want to go there we can go there or we could come back and we can plug the shows 
And it was tense, man. Yeah. It was, and well done, Bob, for for handling it brilliantly. I thought. I do find it interesting how, um, until very recently, when there was a whole um, controversy in America, it was only in the last couple of years about mm. the character Apu in The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people saying, do you know, actually, we're not massively comfortable with the way he's portrayed. Mm. Um, up until that point. Indian accents, all yeah, that whole thing, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. I've seen kids' programs with an Indian kid in, yeah. and he's doing the full kind of mm. 1960s, 70s um, Indian voice mm. as portrayed in like things like uh, It Ain't Half Hot and all that sort of stuff yeah. that we don't do here now, probably because we're more switched on to the fact that um, it was used to take the mickey out of people mm. whereas i think in america maybe i don't know the population isn't, isn't as big oh it's, it's i wonder whether you can take the mickey out of mexicans that way in, in america oh, of course you can at the moment of course you can they're building a wall man i don't know i think the mexican population are rising up about it no i think you could i think it would be perceived as being i think it would be perceived as being more acceptable in the current climate i, I climate i think it would have taken a, a, a retrogressive step did anyway. you hear about the oh? Did you hear about the lawyer in America though, who was complaining about um, some uh, Hispanic people oh, speaking Spanish video, on yeah. the uh, on the? There's a video of him going tube. nuts. Speak English yeah, in you, my country. Do you know what happened after that? Go on. Mariachi band and a full procession outside <laughs> his lawyer's offices, singing to him. Good. Good. And, uh, you know, taking the mickey out of it's, it's a good old show. Don't, did anyone else hear it on Bob Mills's show last night? I can't even tell. It would have been. It was before nine o'clock because it was so it was in the first two hours because I know we had a guest after nine. Uh, I don't and I, I can't be any more specific than that. I don't really know what I was doing yesterday. If you heard it, guys, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you didn't, Bob show seven till ten on a Sunday night is a great listen. Followed by Howard Hughes. I fell asleep during the news in Howard Hughes. The news at the the, the top of the show. I fell asleep. I was gone, man. I was out because of the drive back from Manchester. Mm-hmm. Like five hour drive. It was back. Um, let's go to Ellie. Good evening, Ellie. Hi. Hi, Ellie. How Hi. Are you doing? Yeah, you're all right. I'm all right, thanks. What you got for us? I wanted to tell you that when I was a taxi driver, I used to have the odd spliff as well. <laughs> it passes the time. That's a pleasure, you didn't it? It passes the time. Were you? What were you? A mini cab, an Uber, a black cab? It was a private hire, private yeah. Hire. You'd have a cheeky little spliff. In the cab or would you go out and outside? Um, bit of both. Really? <laughs> what, yeah. else is, what were you smoking, hash or weed or skunk? What was it? What did you have going? It was a bit of hash yeah. at the time. Oh, a bit of hash, not going to hurt yeah. anyone. Apart yeah. from the fact that, you know, it's, it's not the greatest idea, is it? To I wouldn't feel that comfortable getting in the back of a cab if I knew the cabbie was stoned. No, I know it wasn't clever, really, Not looking clever. back at it. Looking back, it it's was... so bizarre. Everyone's <laughs> in the family. All the things we are. Smoke a spliff in my car. Did it with a heli. We got mashed up on weed. Then we <laughs> drove a family home. Uh, Ellie. Can, I tell you, can I tell you something else? So that it was um, winter. And winter. And that's only... I'd done the shift from Christmas Eve into Christmas Day and it oh. had snowed and all that. Oh, yeah. And I had this drunk bloke and I was taking him home and then I knew where he lived, like, but he said, oh, stop the car, I'm going to throw up. So mm. I stopped. He opened the door and he was, like, messing about not throwing up. Messing about so not just, throwing up? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wasting time, you know. And I just, like, went out, got hold of him and, like, just left him lying in the snow. Oh, What? <laughs> No, I wouldn't have Were you stoned at the time, Ellie? <laughs> Were you no, stoned at the time? 
No, but honestly, I just watched him, and then he got up and then started walking off. So he, could have died. he could have oh, died. He could have died. I wouldn't. Well, I'd, I'd be then. I'd be on your list as a murderer then. Well, I'm trying to so. find what you fit on the list. I'm going to put you down as unloving. Would that be okay? <laughs> unloving. No. Are you a, no. Are you a lover? I am. I'm a lesbian lover. A lesbian lover. Oh, la, la. Well, we've got homosexuals already, and lesbians yeah. aren't put down. Oh, th- in that case, you fit wickedness. Yeah, I'll be wicked. For both your lesbianness um, and leaving a man to die in the snow. That's quite wicked, I think. Yeah. Um, but you also right. are forgiven, because I think, if I'm correct, you're the person who brought us uh, Shaggy Pony. Oh! Shaggy pony, oh, flipping it! Well done, well, well spotted, Catherine. Excellent, excellent work, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Many of you have been asking who this is. Shaggy pony. It's Ellie, and she created this. Shag a pony. So it really does. It really <laughs> does all link up. Thank you so much, Ellie. All right, thank you. Bye. Bye. I don't even remember what Shaggy Pony was, and I don't want to remember. But Shaggy Pony. <coughs> a Shaggy Pony. Is what is going to win us. Another Sony Award. Oh, uh, can I tell you a story about a, a brilliant taxi driver I heard about uh, yeah, over on. the weekend? Yeah. My mate Lee uh, went on holiday with his parents when he was about f- 16 and uh, went out and got quite drunk on booze. This was in... Yeah. Uh, got like, drunk on booze, was it? Yeah, wow. in Mallorca, drunk on booze. And he wanted to get home. If you've ever been drunk on booze, guys, 0344 499 1000. He wanted to get home, but he was staggering about and he couldn't walk and he couldn't see straight. And so he, he hailed a cab to try and get back to his hotel. Yeah. And the cabbie said, listen, it's just there. I'm not going to drive you. And you mullered. I'm not driving you, but it's just there. And he said, I can't get there. Mm. He said, well, I'm not coming in my cab. Tell you what you can do. Put your hand on my cab and I will guide you there. And that's how he got him there. He put his hand on the cab and the cab driver drove really, really slowly about, you know, 500 yards down the street. He said it a couple of times. I fell off. (laughs) (laughs) And he got out, put my hand back on the cab and very slowly guided me there. He said, when we got there, I paid him his fare. That is beautiful. Isn't that a lovely brotherly thing to do? That is great work. Um, Brian, Ian, Roger, Tony, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. 0344. 499 1000, The Late Night Alternative with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. The Late Night Lip Service for lovers, loners and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've forgotten your name already, excuse me. On Talk Radio. Uh, the Late Night Alternative, 0344 499 1000. Tick your Rage, our diaries now. Good evening, Brian. Good evening. Good evening, Ian and Kath. I remember that voice. Yes, it's Vladimir. It's Vladimir from Manchester. Oh, yeah, the traitor. The traitor. <laughs> now, Mr. Trump. Are you sure you're not the one who rang up to say when is it starting? Because we didn't find any other brummies in the audience that night. Honestly, I, I, I swear. Hang on a minute. Me. Stop this conversation. Are you on speakerphone? Ah, there's a reason why. You be- it better be why. that you've had both your hands chopped off for stealing in the Middle East. <laughs> My phone's actually broken, and I need to get another one this week. Uh, I do apologise. It's only because I've looked you in the eyes that I'm not cutting you off, but if you were just any old uh, Tom, Dick or Abdul, you would be off. Thanks very much. You're welcome, Brian. What have you got? Okay. I'm coming in as a thief, please. Oh, oh, here we go. Tell us what you've stolen, mate. Right. Um, I must have been about eight or nine. Um, I used to steal uh, every day from the corner shop a Kinder Surprise Egg. Oh, you little, you 
little SH1T bag. That's yeah, terrible. That was when the, the, the toys are really good quality then as well. Um, I must have got away with it for about two months. <laughs> Flipping heck, man. What, 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 yeah. what ended your reign of terror? Uh, you get too confident, don't you? Uh, and I, th- I think Mr. Singh on the, in the corner shop must have caught me. Yes. Um, and me, me dad, me dad confronted me in my room and said, "Open that drawer." I'm no. Like, oh, and it was full of like eighty toys. Yeah, ran. Oh and man. And every single one confiscated. And to this day, I don't know what he's done with them. He's kept them. Do you know what? When I saw you on Saturday, I, know, I thought there's something wrong about that guy. There's something you just can't trust about him, and I couldn't put my <laughs> finger on. I said to you afterwards, isn't I, Kath? That Vladimir. Very yeah. dodgy, sketchy, very sketchy character. And now you've, you've, you've. Well, thank you for that, Brian. You've confirmed what I was thinking. <laughs> thank you, Lee. Go thank and you. go and steal a, a, a mobile phone that works. Yes, thank that's you. Very, very nice job. Thank, thank you very, you very much. much indeed. Ta-ta. Let's go to Ian. Good evening, Ian. Hello. Hello. I did phone in to say um, I'll put my name down for a safe but um, that bloke just um, I did, but I can nick it off him. Yeah, we hey. go, Ian. Oh, I love it. You're a t- Have you ever stolen anything before? Yeah. Go on, what have you stolen? Well, when John Menzies used to be up and down the town when I was a kid, I used to go in there and he called me school pens and spell them. Yes, mate. John Menzies, or it's pronounced properly John Mingus. Is he? Apparently so. I don't buy it for one second. But yeah, John yeah. Mingus. Yeah, and I always used to be in there then, then class down, so I think used to go to double Smith. Smiths. And yeah. But, um, yeah, I just thought I'd bring in for that one. Nice but, one, um, Ian. You've nicked it off of Brian. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, here's some exciting news. Um, uh, 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s English art rock pop fans. Um, this Friday, I'm driving to Swindon to speak to the other one. I'm going to Colin Moulding's house to um, have a chat with him. Colin Moulding of XTC, who, um, you know, Andy wrote m- most of the material. I would say about 60% of the material. But Colin wrote a lot of the big hits. We're only making plans for Nigel. Generals and majors, aha. What was the other one? Um, did he write... Um, no, he didn't write Sergeant Rock. That was Andy. So I'm going to go and interview Colin Moulding, who I interviewed years and years ago, and I've been wanting to interview for a while. But he, uh, him and the original drummer from XTC, Terry Chambers, have got this new act together. It's a great name from XTC, TC and I. Terry Chambers and I. That's a great oh. name. Clever. And they've released an EP. And here's the thing. They're doing some live shows in Swindon at the Swindon Arts Centre. Four nights at the Swindon Arts Centre. Sold out in a day. Um, so I've just seen online they're probably going to announce a few more shows. Terry, uh, uh, um, Colin Moulding, as far as I'm aware, has not played a live show since, like, 83 or whenever it was that XTC stopped touring because Andy was having panic attacks. Um, so uh, he's playing with a band. They're going to do new songs and um, uh, some of the classic XTC songs. I'm going. Me and Kath are going. Tuesday, the 30th of October, we'll be in Swindon in the Arts Centre. Um, hearing some XTC songs live for the first time in years, man. So it's sold out, but they're going to put more shows on. I- I'd be surprised if they didn't do a little tour as well. Uh, there's a Facebook page, um, TC and I, TC and what do they call that? An umlaut. No. Uh, uh, an uh, ampersand. Ampersand. TC ampersand I on Facebook. Go and find it. Go and join it if you'll be interested in that. We'll probably play the interview out next week. I'm absolutely thrilled. I'm buzzing. Um, and it's going to be weird because Andy Partridge, he said on Twitter, I wish them the best of luck. Here's the link to buy the tickets. I ain't going. 
because um, I know that him and Colin fell out, and I, I know why they fell out. And it's not my um, my position to say why, but I, I've heard Andy's side as to why they fell out. It'd be interesting to hear Colin's side as to why they fell out. Um, uh, and uh, it'd be weird because he'll be if he's in town, he'll be half a mile away. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Um, but, but Andy's determined he's, he doesn't want to do any more live shows. And that's cool. That's fine. That's his bag, man. But I'm going. Me and Kath are going. And um, uh, so that, that's exciting. I'm very, very excited by that. Let us go to Emily, Emily, Emily. Hi. Hello. Hello. Sorry? <laughs> yeah. Ride them, cowboy. Yeah. There's a guy, there's some girls, they're on the phone to me, Emily, yeah, Emily. Yes, yes my love. Hello. Emily, forget those other losers, it's just you I want, my darling. Are you right, Who's that bloke who keeps talking? We're not interested in him. No, he's talking about Emily. What? <laughs> You got, have you got Phyllis oh. there? Is there? Phyllis? Right. <laughs> sure. 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 right, Emily. Yeah. I want everybody to go round and say their name. Okay. Ellie. Stanley. Josh. Emily. Emily. Josh is who I was talking about. <laughs> the one? Who's holding the phone? Who's the one closest to the phone? Um, 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 Emily. Who's Emily? Me. Right, who's, Me. The, who's the one who's talking like that? Are you a man or a woman? A woman. No, not you. You're talking like that. The one talking like that. Oh, Josh. Josh, speak. Hello? Yes. Yeah, I told Cass calling me out going, it's a woman. It's it a might w- be a smoky woman. Smoky, smoky woman. Um, right, Emily, um, I want your name, rank and number. What the, what the hell are you doing calling me at work? I told you never to call me here. What? We want to talk about Love Island. Yeah, let's get on the Love Island. <laughs> Jack and Danny won. They was obvious they were going to win, wasn't it? Yeah, but I think you just spoiled it for people who haven't watched it yet. <laughs> I've just what? You spoiled it for people that haven't watched it yet. Well, it finished about 40 minutes ago. Yeah, I don't want to catch up tomorrow. Oh, squat the people that taped it on VHS. Oh, yeah, basically. Well, that's their problem. What? what where... is, that, is that Danny on the phone, that accent? <laughs> no. It's their problem. Now, 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 let me kiss you on your nipples, Jack. <laughs> Then we might get an ITV2 spin-off show. Let me play with your winkle. Oh, Emily, say, shut up, you melt. Shut up, you melt. There you go. It is. <laughs> it's Danny. Um, well, Jack and Danny haven't really won. It was the it was the horrible lady with the big boobs and her boyfriend. That Megan. Were, no, not Megan, the other one. I like Megan. Laura. Laura. Oh, why don't you like Laura? Poor Laura got dumped like loads. Is Laura the one we don't like? You don't like her. Well, I think she's a bit of a whinger. But... We don't like Laura. Her boobs are like just... Megan. What? I don't like Megan. Well, I don't like Laura. <laughs> and I think you'll find most people will agree with me. They like Megan and don't like Laura. No. Yes? No one likes Megan. I like Megan, so you're wrong. <laughs> oh, sorry. No one likes Laura apart from idiots. 
Whoa! I'm joking. Let's not fall out. Hey, it's called Love Island. Let's love each other. Let's not. It's not called Angry Island. Are you? Are you? Um, what are you going to do now that Love Island is finished after eight months? We don't know. Are you? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what to do with me night. Do you not? No. Can I ask how old you are, Emily? Fourteen. Shut the front door! <gasps> really? Yeah. You shouldn't be watching. That's a grown-up show. That's X-rated. <laughs> We've got six-year-olds here. We're having a party for it. <laughs> You're having a party? This is Broken Britain. Are they your children? No. Okay. I just wondered how Broken Britain actually was. But it turns out it's not as broken as I first feared. Well, Emily, no. thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to talk to you and Josh and the kids. Thank you. No, I'm not going to follow you on Instagram. Why would I want to do that? And also, I don't really know how to follow people. Someone... <laughs> Someone sent me a tweet saying, do you read your DMs on Instagram? Huh? What? I then Googled DMs on Instagram. I got loads of DMs from people on Instagram. I didn't know. Well, how much filth you got? No filth. No filth. Oh, it was all, you know, oh, I love you in the jungle. All nice stuff like that. Oh, 14. Oh, three, four, four, four. Are they watching Love Island? The six-year-olds are up at half past eleven to celebrate Love Island ending. Well, I mean, I mean, just the bikinis alone are indecent. They should seriously get an X rating. On a serious note, thank you for that quote, mate. It's nice to talk to you. But would you let your fourteen-year-old girls watch Love Island? They're not fourteen yet. Fourteen—that's borderline, isn't it? I mean, it's not Geordie Shaw, but it's getting there, isn't it? You don't see any sexual. Well, I think you might actually. Hmm. I think you might. Uh, 14-year-old. I don't know. I don't... Thing is, you know they're going to watch it on, um, like, their smartphone or probably in, in, in eight, six, seven years' time, they'll be watching it on, like, a holo pad or something. You know, it'll be like a hologram. Oh, it'll you be just a... think it and it gets put onto your cortex. It'll be on a chip in their brain yeah. by then, won't it? We won't have any power. Ay, 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 ay. The thing is, though, it's the adverts in between, right? Do you remember? There was a thing last week, actually. Um, some people had complained about um, cosmetic surgery. They got taken, those adverts taken got down. taken down. But now it's all like, you know, very high-cut bikinis. High-cut bikinis and yoghurt. <laughs> yeah. It seems to be the secret, guys, if you want that Love Island look. Let's go to Tony. Good evening, Tony. Hello, Ian and Kath. How are you? Hey, Tony. I'm fine. How much have you had to drink today? Um, very minimal, actually, and that's why I was doing what you asked me on the experiment to phone you back. Yep, go on. To Friday. Yeah. Um, to, I mean, on the side note, listen to Love Island, I've got a 14-year-old daughter, and, um... God. And... Sorry? I said, oh, God. In which way? In the way that I always worry about the children of alcoholic parents. Okay, um, <clears throat> and and I've got cousins, uh, you know, her cousins are the same age, but they're all watching it, and everybody at school's watching it, and um, you can't stop that. Yes, you, you can. can. Yeah, you can. Anyway, so well, what I, was Friday's I experiment? At the moment, but the experiment was um, you asked me to phone back and um, talk about what we were talking about on Friday. Yeah, which was. Blackout. Right. We got we, we got crosswords on the word blackout, where I was saying you you go out and get pissed, and then 
you know, don't remember a bit of it. Um, that's a blackout. Yeah, that's not that's not crossword. If you if you don't remember bits of your behaviour, if you don't remember bits. No, no, we 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 did, we, we got crosswords on that issue. Well, what were the what, what 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 where was the confusion? Because you've just described a blackout. Um, the other point was no, 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 no. You do no. We're going to focus on one point. Where was the cross wires on that one point? Um, <clears throat> before we carry on, though, I I, I disagree with what you're saying. About Tony, we're going to focus on one point. No, we're, we're going to focus on one point. Don't try and go off on tangents. Where okay. did we get the cross wires on blackout? What the definition of a blackout? Um, well. You tell me your definition you, of a book. You, you, you tell me. All right. Do you have when you drink? Are there moments that you don't remember? Tiny moments. Yeah. But that that's over like a 12 month period. That's I a mean, blackout. That would be that, that would be like one or two times. That's a blackout. Yeah. But most people do that. No, they don't, mate. That's the thing. This is the argument you we do. had. No, they don't. They really. Do. How do you know that? How do you know that? Um, I I I went to the Catholic club a couple of weeks ago. Um, pretty sober. I was chatting to an eighty-five-year-old bloke with his wife, and have a normal time. The guy walked in pissed, completely pissed, and uh, he was going about something. And I gave him his number, uh, my number, and he, and. Uh, it was something about... I'm going to stop you because you're rambling and I'm really going to get you to... Where's your evidence that most people um, go out drinking and, and don't remember huge chunks of it? Where's your evidence that most people do that? Most binge drinkers do that, which is most... That's the... Well, no, whoa, 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 whoa. You're, now you're saying most uh, binge drinkers. Now you're saying most binge... That's completely different from saying most people because most people aren't binge drinkers, right? Okay, so where is your evidence? Let's narrow it down. Where is, let's narrow it down. Where is your evidence that most binge drinkers have uh, moments of their of their drinking evenings where where they kind of come to and don't remember what happened in the last hour or so? Um, Where's your evidence for that? Because you're saying most most binge drinkers do, so that means you must have got evidence about that. Yeah, I've got evidence. I'd love to hear it. Let's hear it. Growing, growing up, as, as you would do, um, through your life and going out with mates and different things, most you wake up in the morning and think, oh, let's right. get a fry up and I can't so, remember what's gone on. So, you're saying that most of your friends have blackout? Yeah. Right, OK. So, where, sorry, where is your evidence that most people do? Because we tend to hang around with people that em- employ the same behaviour that we do. So where is your evidence that most binge drinkers do outside of your circle of friends? You haven't got any, and I'll tell you why you haven't got any, because it's not normal behaviour. OK. Um, the other point I have here is being... No, 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 no. You're doing what, you do, what you've done every other phone call. Is you just like, when the conversation gets a bit uncomfortable, you're deflecting and moving on to something else. Sorry, OK. Um, does your kid live with you? No. I'm sorry to hear that. May I ask why she doesn't live with you? I've got three children. Okay. Um, and that's what's been the, uh, difficult in the last, last 18 months. Where okay. Prior to that, I didn't drink. Um, and um, 
yeah. So why don't you? Why don't you? Do you see them? Um, when I can, but I, I've been very amicable. But the other half hasn't been. Okay. So well, again, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry to hear that. Why is what, what is fairly, her? I'm, I'm sat in a four-bedroom house okay. I bought two two years ago for the family. Okay. I why had, does your just just Tony Tony Tony? Just tell me, why does your ex-wife say, what reason does she give for not allowing you to see the kids? Oh, no, no, I've seen them every day. I see, I see my son every day. Oh, because that's, that's a complete them. contradiction to what you just said. Well, no, yeah, my, my daughter, who's 14, is with me tonight. I, I don't see it very often, but... Um, and you're drunk? I had to buy, I had to buy a house for my, for my ex-wife. I don't care. Uh, and you're drunk? Well, I thought, I'm sorry, okay, fair enough. I, I thought this was an experiment to phone back and talk about... And you're drunk? Well... Why are you getting angry? Well, just because I'm so, I'm asking, you know, about I'm you being... I'm not getting angry. Why, why you are get, you're getting a little bit angry. Um, Am I? So you're drunk? Oh, no, uh, the main, the other thing was I was wondering now, what, no. how are you at with the location of sound? No. Are you drunk? Because that's what I know a lot about. Are you drunk? Um, not really, no. How much have you had to drink today? And tell me the truth, because um, I know if you're lying. Six, six beer, uh, bottles of Bex. Yeah. Which is not a pint, is it? Right. So six, six of them, and um, that's it. I don't believe you. I think you've had more. All right, then. I'm, I've got, I'm, I'm, I'm drinking some Blossom Hill. <laughs> What's Blossom Hill? I don't know. Is that a wine? Wine as well, yeah. So, so how many bottles of Bex did you actually have? Exactly what I just said. Plus, and how much? How much? Good. How many bottles of wine have you had? Um, half. Okay. Any spirits? No. Right. So six know. bottles of beer. But I haven't drunk. I haven't drunk since Friday. Since six bottles well. of beer. Well, it's only Monday. Six bottles of beer and half a bottle of wine. And you're you're, you're the only person there responsible for your kid. You happy with that? You think that's you think that's acceptable? I'm not the only person responsible now. But no, at that moment, your kid's there with you, yeah. Yeah, but I'm not the only person here responsible now. Okay, but you are the dad, yeah? Yeah. Do you think it's acceptable to be that drunk? You say you don't see your 14-year-old very often. Is it acceptable to be that drunk when she's there? Yeah, but I'm not not that drunk. Okay, mate, you're a tough guy and you can handle your booze. That's great. Hey, listen, man, I'm only doing it because I'm worried about you and I think you've got a bit of an issue and I think you know that you've got a bit of an issue and you keep trying to deflect and go off to something else because you know that I'm pushing this scab you've got and I'm pushing and pushing and pushing and you and it hurts me to push that scab. It hurts you for me to push that scab. But um, someone's got to do it, man. Uh, there's a reason that you, your kids don't live with you. There is a reason that you don't see your kids as much as you would like to. And um, I suspect, and I'm guessing, that booze plays a big part in that, man. No, not really, because I never drank over ten years. Being with Why are you drinking now? How is how is drinking now going to solve anything? <clears throat> because I I, I, I had um, well seventeen years with someone, ten years of children and, and yeah. um, noise and and, and and everything, and I ended up on my own. With nothing. Well, I'm not sorry. Nothing, to, I'm but, sorry but, but to, quiet, to hear that. But but but, but nothingness, quietness, and um, yeah, it's lonely. Loneliness. Yeah, that's yeah. probably the big It's lonely. Word. But what what what? And and what do you do? 
Um, I, I've done the, the cases all my life, to 17 years to my wife and my children. Oh, man. Um, gave away all my friendships. And yeah. then now I am, for the last year and a half, sat on my own. I'm sorry to hear that, man. That's really, really sad. Why did, Do you know why the marriage fell apart? It was um, predominantly to do with um, my partner's family. Not my family, but my partner's family. They were very hostile and very... Um, Why were they hostile towards you? Um, <clears throat> what were they saying to your wife was wrong with you? No, they weren't saying anything was wrong with me. That My wife just couldn't stick up for me. Well, they were okay. well. So it's okay. So what was she? What was she having to stick up for you? What What were they doing that meant she had to stick up for you? Um, just generally being rude, and um, they're, they're, they're all. They must have things. had an opinion on you that was negative. Uh, what was that? That you were a bully? That you were drunk? That you were lazy? I was. That, I, was I was sober. So what um, was the thing they, they were saying about you? Uh, I was I was a sober I was a sober person. Uh, every 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 family event, every Christmas, and they were all drunk. And I don't think you like that. They didn't like the um, fact that you were sober. Yeah, and I spend all the time with the children, and uh, that doesn't make sense, man. I'm well, scratching well, my head a bit with that. Alcoholics. So uh, so her family are you're now saying her family are alcoholics. Yep. And because you were sober, they were telling her what that you should that she should leave you because you you're not a drunk. Oh no 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 they they were just awkward all the way through. Um, but um, my after seventeen years, she 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 I I used to babysit. Uh, well, look after the kids, and uh, I'd say, "Oh, you need to go out. You need to go out and go out with your mates and this that, and this. And um, a friend who split with, split with her husband encourages to get go with a guy she'd known from school. That's funny because um, that's completely different to what you just said. You do know, Tony, that you're rambling quite a lot and not really following. No, a, 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 you're not really following a narrative. No, that's the truth. No, no, but you've just said you just you've just given a completely different reason to why your marriage ended to the one you gave me five minutes ago. In what way? Okay, can you name one of the two reasons you gave me that your marriage ended? What about a family? Yeah. Yeah. Go on. It's a combination of family. And that splitters. Uh, I, I would suggest that I would suggest that, that if <laughs> if the story about her going out with another guy is true, I would suggest that that perhaps that played a more significant role in the splitting up of your marriage. What the point yeah. I'm trying to get is, it's almost irrelevant what why your marriage splits up. The point I'm trying to get to is you're rambling and you're not being very incoherent, which makes me think that my initial um, uh, um, uh, hunch that you'd had more than six beers of of um, Becks and more than half a bottle of wine is right. That you have had more. No, <clears throat> no, I can answer you on that. Totally. Okay. Because um, you sound I'm not steaming. Much at the minute. Well, so, um, you've got to eat, man. But, but um, I was just wondering on on the location side of sound. Did did you, did you manage to um, see about the Reflection film. No, no, I didn't. Acoustic. No, no, I didn't. No. All right, man. Um, you worry me, Tony. You upset me. And um, um, Why? who else is in the house with you and your kid right now? 
my mum. And is she sober? Yeah, of course she is, yeah. She's great. She's an angel. What does she think about your drinking? Maybe she can't see it. Um, well, she knows, she knows I don't normally drink. And, uh, it's, it's going, I've been going through this 12 months of nightmare. Um, so she's probably a bit of both upset oh. and... Um, All right. Hang in there, brother. Give us a call any time. Try, well, you know, hang in I, there, man. I'm a bit, but I will be, Ian, I'm, a bit, I'm disappointed. I thought you want, I thought you wanted me to phone back and talk and... We have talked. Um, we've just spent, we've just spent ten minutes talking, man. Yeah, but you've been, well, okay, whatever. Go on. I don't, I don't think, well, I don't think you've been quite fair. You've had a lot longer than a lot of the other callers. I think I think you've been a bit harsh, if that can be the right word. In, I mean, in what I'm, way I'm, harsh? I was phoning, Holding up I was a mirror phoning. can be a cruel thing to do, can't it? Inhibitions, is that a word? Sorry? That's one of the things that you talked about, inhibitions, last Friday. Okay. Why, why have I been harsh? I remember... I rem- I remember. Well, I just think you just being quite harsh. Give me, and, uh, give me an example of what of, of me being harsh tonight. Um, well, just a general tone. It doesn't need to, it doesn't need to be words. I think you're lying to me about tone. quite a bit of stuff. So yeah, I'm going to be harsh. Yeah. Why? What? What do you think I'm lying about? Uh, I think you you've, you've drunk way more than you're telling me. No, no. I, okay, I, fine. I, I, I apologise if I apologise if I got that wrong. Totally on this, and I'm looking at the. Uh, uh, anyway, and I've had to. No, I've had I'm to be I'm quite firm. Talking. I wouldn't say harsh. I'd say firm because you're rambling and you go off on tangents, and I'm just trying to get you back on the track. Okay. Sorry if you feel I've been harsh, Tone. Okay then. Well, I, I, I'm always. I, I mean, I, after Friday, I thought you know you wanted me to phone you back today so yeah I, I did and um, you did and that's cool and um no i i i mean i think you what i want to get across where we go is I, you've got the wrong end of the stick i am not a bad guy i mean i don't i've never said you're a bad guy man i've never said you're a bad guy i was married for 17 years and i didn't i didn't used to drink or anything like tony that. tony I, uh tony done, i'm gonna tony you're, you're repeating yourself quite a bit um, so I'm going to let you go. Thank you. Um, okay. Don't call in again tonight. Don't do what you did the other night. Do you remember when you called in 12 times? Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Of course I do, yeah. Okay. Slurring a little bit there as well. And I'm not saying these things to shame you or embarrass you. I'm just hoping that some of this stuff is going to lodge into your noggin at some point. That was, oh yeah, that was a massive point that before we even spoke was um what we spoke about on friday really hit home that's what i want to meant meant to say before good we spoke tonight um okay. and um yeah i'm moving forward man i am i'm, I'm, I am like not crawling normally forward. and i sorry sounds like you're crawling forward yeah probably baby steps but um <sighs> I'm getting back out of the uh, hole and um, back onto normality. Well, I wish you the best of luck, brother. That's and um, you give us a call. I don't mean any harm to you, Kath, or anyone. Anyone. No harm is taken. I'm going to let you go, and maybe we'll speak to you later in the week, Tony. Take care, fella. Okay, but you did ask me to call him back today, didn't you?
Did I? Yeah, you said let's do an experiment. Yeah, and, back and, and you and you phoned back and we spoke. Well, yeah. So I, I occurred to you. I phoned you back. Yeah. Okay, mate. Why don't you go to bed? Yeah. Okay then. All right, buddy. Take care, mate. Speak to you in the week. All the best. Good luck, brother. Thank you very much indeed. That breaks my heart, though. Please. Breaks my heart. Um, this is Talk Radio. Take a trip into the alternate reality of late night radio. I think I'm in something like the Matrix, and so are you. The late night alternative. Hello, hello. With Ian Lee. Is there anybody out there? On Talk Radio. Hello. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is our telephone number. Catherine, the number for Alcoholics Anonymous. This is the free national helpline. Oh eight hundred nine one seven seven six five zero. That's oh eight hundred. Nine one seven seven six five zero. So uh, went away on Friday to Manchester, blazing hot sun, um, and uh, left the windows of the of the flat I'm in open. And I live in a it's a loft, right? So it's those Velux windows. So it's windows in the roof. Mm-hmm. I left them open because it was hot, and I thought this heat wave was going to last forever. Yeah, you didn't bring a coat, did you? I didn't bring a coat with me. Um, went up to Manchester, had a great time, and it rained a bit. Thought nothing of it. Got back to my flat. Seven o'clock, Sunday evening. Opened the door. There was a lake in the middle. A lake in the middle of the floor because obviously there'd been a storm and the water came in. And it was water everywhere. And it was deep. It was deep water. And there's a smell of rotten wood. That's not good. My Paul McCartney book was ruined. That one in the bin. Oh. Um, the head, the walkie-talkies you bought us, the box was ruined, but the, the walkie-talkies are still good. They're still good because it was in a solid box inside. The PlayStation was wet. The PlayStation was wet. It still works, but it was wet. Uh, it was a flipping nightmare, man. I, uh, I had to use my towel, then I got a mop to mop it up. You said the um, water was muddy. It was muddy. Well, it's, it's all come, come off, off the, the roof. roof. It's all come off the roof. Outrageous. Deary, deary me. Good evening, Jerry. Hello. Star of the show on Saturday. Hello. Uh, bullied, disabled audience member, bullied, tragic comics, live event, when everyone is giving fr- given free food, apart from uh-huh. the two blokes in the wheelchairs. Yes. In your face. That'll well, teach well a, it wasn't in their faces. That that'll was teach you uh, to, to not be able to walk, won't it? Oh, my wrath. Oh, wrath. 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 We've had this before. It's wrath. Wrath. I agree. Tim, I, was it Tim Rath? I yes, I voted your side. I think that's wrong. Thank you, Jerry. You're still not getting the McDonald's off me. Uh, I, I, I didn't get one anyway. I'm alright. I bought pizza when I got back. I bought pizza when I got back. Nice pizza when you got back. Who was the other guy that you were with? I didn't say hello to him. He's he's he kicked off. He kicked off on the way back. Why did he kick off? Because he didn't get a burger either. Because he couldn't. Speaking language therapy, so you don't have soft food. Oh, the old, the old soft yeah. food because of the language therapist. They said yeah. that about my mum, and I and I, I said I was going to take her out for Pizza Express, and they uh, went, "Oh no, she won't yeah. be able to eat pizza." I said, "Get, I get, I didn't say it, but I was thinking, get stuffed. I'll, I'll feed her whatever I want to feed her. I'm going to be there. She's not going to choke. She's not going to choke, and if she does, it's about time. And then I'll get my, I'll finally get my inheritance. God damn it, I want that woman to choke on Pizza Express." And then I could sue Pizza Express as well. So I double my inheritance. I want Pizza Express to murder my mother. <laughs> Sorry, Jerry. Is that, that plan is a secret? Huh? 
How is your mum, by the way? Uh, yeah, she's alright. I can't get rid of her. <laughs> We took her to we took her to see the Incredibles last week, me and the boys, and she she loved it. Incredibles two is out now. Yeah, but that's what, well, that, well, okay. We took her to see the Incredibles two last week, and she loved it. <laughs> I want to make love to Mrs. Incredible. And Gushy, Gushy I wonder if you can get a Mrs. Incredible duvet set, because I want one for my new house, and I'm going to make love to it. I'm going to cut a hole in Mrs. Incredible. Oh my God! Right, that's And I'm going to get a rubber glove. Stop it. I'm going to make my own Mrs. Incredible fleshlight. Ow, jeez. Stop it. Hey, when we're in Manchester, right, speaking of Velma, uh, and I'm, I'm because I, we, Barney Rubble's wife was there. Did you see? Betty Bar- Rubble, yeah. Betty Rubble was there. We found this, we, we, just around the corner from where we stayed, we saw this, like, um, it was like junk and antique shop, right? And I went, well, oh. It was mostly junk. That's what it was billed as. And I went, oh, we'll have a little look in there. And we went down. Loads of VHS tapes. And by the way, the new house, I've got my VHS recorder is going to be set up, so I'm, I'm going to buy VHS tapes, right? And there was loads of magazines and loads of records and loads of memorabilia. And then we went around a corner, there was loads of porn! Like old jazz mags from the 70s and 80s. Classic! The hair! Gotta love those hairstyles from the 80s. Hey, hey, you They've taken down the Porn for the Blind website, which is a great... It's people... For those who don't know, it is people describing pornography for blind people. It's, it's great. It's a domain And it's all stuff like... The builder is loosening his pants. His erect penis yeah. is being removed by the busty blonde. She is... Li- it's all... It's all that. It's great. But they took the website down, man. Pornfortheblind.org. Have they taken it down to the domain? Just run out. Can you buy the domain and do so? Do yourselves get it? I just don't know if there's enough money in me narrating porn for the it's blind today. <laughs> I don't know if it's it work I'd be proud of. I know you get all these audio books and things. I, I don't Uber know. Parkinson. I don't know. I think there's a reason they're I blind. Can get Stephen Fry involved. Yeah, that'll be great. <laughs> If there's some, because there is a way, what's it called? A way, is there a thing called like a time machine online where it finds basically nothing is lost online? This is true. Um, you about to say the way back because that's from uh, the way back. I think it might be called the way back. Is it? It's something like that, right? And you, it will find you old, deleted web pages. It's like so, I saw my, my first ever website I had from like nine, whenever it was, 2001. So if someone can find Porn for the Blind on a Wayback Machine, I think it is called a Wayback Machine. It just made me think of Peabody and Sherman. Yeah, I think it is. Anyway, have a look at Brick Kath and we'll see if we can find it. Jerry, uh, anything else? No, thank you for sending me a Nice to see you on Saturday, Matt. I'm glad you managed to get there. Yeah, thank you. Up your bum. David Badcock. Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to put you on the register. I'm sure you're probably on the register already. Oh, that's, that's libel. So far, we've got Andy is the homosexual, Rory is the drunkard, Matt is a gluton, Ellie is wickedness, Brian was the thief, but then Ian came in and stole it, so he's now the thief. Other things we've got are covetous, idolaters, backbiters. Idolaters. Idolaters. No. Nope. Yes, backbiters, boasters. Liars, fornicators, um, disobedient to parents. What's fornicators? What's what? what? What's fornicator? Means fornication. Means having it off. So that probably is, well, I, I could include electrical well, my, goods. Yeah, my, my confession is linked to that. So 
So we'll put you down as a fornicator, shall we? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, David, you stay there. Right. And we'll come to you. Oh, have Got you it. found a porn for the blind? Yeah. Send me the link. We'll come back. We'll have David uh, Badcock and we'll have pornography for blind people um, after the break. This really is a, a, a rip-roaring roller coaster ride of a sh- You got that? Is the website. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sending you the link. 0344 499 The Late Night Alternative with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Did ask for a bed, but never mind. Right, here we go. This is Porn for the Blind. The clip begins with a woman sitting in her car as she consults with what appears to be a male auto mechanic. The camera is situated in the passenger side facing the driver's seat, our angle thus keeping her fully in the frame and our view of the man being only what is visible from the driver's side window. He greets her, and she informs him of an unknown problem with the car. The scene cuts, and the woman is now looking down at the handbrake. The man remarks, It sounds like it could be an injector. The scene shifts again, and we see the woman climbing through the cabin of the car, facing the camera, which is still riding shotgun. She is kneeling on the driver's seat, and the camera zooms in to more closely capture her breasts hanging down, the left slightly spilling out of her low-cut, lime-green tank top. She moans, and the man, not hearing her, mentions something about faulty wiring. The Bang Bros logo, stamped on the side of a still picture of a lime-green minivan, glides across a white background, accompanied by the sound of a car horn. The woman is now standing alongside a private swimming pool, completely naked. The camera is slightly below her bust, and we view her at a three-fourths angle. She hops up and down, seemingly in slow motion. Her breasts bounce as she stares out past the camera. The man, off-screen, asks her if this is an early tip, and she lets out a knowing, deviant chuckle. The man appears behind her, also naked, and reaches around and bottles her breasts, commenting on their size. He asks her if she is doing this so she does not have to make a car repair payment. They both bend forward slightly, and while he is mostly obscured by her and the close-up of her breasts, we can see that he is running his hand slowly up and down her leg. They start heading into the house. She tosses him a question, confirming that he is willing to have sex with her, wow. and he replies that he is. Yep. The scene changes to inside the house. Scenes of the two engaging in various sexual scenarios flash in quick succession. First, we see her kneeling on the green-gray shag carpet, holding onto his thighs, giving him a rapid blowjob. She then kisses the head of his penis as he rubs it along her left breast. He is now standing over her as she lays on the cushions of a dark green couch, holding up her breast as he slides his penis between them. She then sits on the floor, her chest pushed out. And her okay. You get, you kind of get, you get the, the idea. The way he tells it, though. Um, what's this one? Stinky trouble. Oh, God, really? Okay, so this chick, she's in my room, right? I don't, I don't believe that one. (laughs) I think, I think some people um, started taking advantage of this and um, what being helpful. Yeah. Okay, let's try big sausage pizza. Um, Does it work? My big sausage pizza doesn't seem to work. Porn for the blind presents. Big Sausage Pizza. This is a proper one. This is a 35-second preview clip located at HTTP Encrust Pepperoni Tasty Sausage, whether you ordered it or not, and we deliver. Scrolling down the page, pictures of various girls are shown reacting to the delivery man who is sitting on the couch giving a thumbs up to the camera. (laughs) 
There is an open pizza box on his lap. Uh, his penis is protruding from a hole in the center of the oh, box. Oh, no. One woman is touching the penis. One is bent over. By the way. He sounds so over it. Doesn't he sound bored by that? <sighs> One woman excited. is touching the penis. Listen to Protruding that. from a hole in the center of the box. One woman is touching the penis. <sighs> One is bent over sucking the penis. Uh, one is massaging the penis between her breasts while simultaneously eating a slice of pizza. <laughs> Multitasking. It's hungry work. It is hungry work playing with a penis in a pizza box. Okay, we're starting the clip. Here we go. <clears throat> uh, a young man knocks on the door and a blonde woman, uh, 20-something, in a pink blouse and a ripped denim skirt, she's tan, answers the door. Uh, apparently she doesn't have any money, and so even though she's really appalled by the delivery man's behavior, she has no choice. Uh, she begins by performing fellatio, massaging her vagina, giving fellatio to the man while he's wearing the pizza box, uh, having sex from behind, missionary, standing in suspended Congress, spooning from the side. Standing in, in suspended, suspended Congress. Congress. I say, my darling, enough of uh, the oral. Would you like to stand in suspended Congress with me? Certainly, my lord. I'd cowgirl uh reverse cowgirl more reverse cowgirl and finally the man comes to fruition but <laughs> what as a human being and realizing this is not the way to behave he's that he's exploiting someone's daughter uh the camera blurs out and the familiar big sausage pizza logo um covers the woman's face it reads join now members see it all this has been a porn for the blind presentation of big sausage pizza this was a 35-second preview clip located at H... Okay, there we go. Great stuff. Well, I... He's going to burn that. <laughs> oh, we got Roger on the line. Hey, Roger! I'm just hoping my eyesight doesn't deteriorate any more than it has done after listening to all that. <laughs> Good evening, Ian and Catherine. Good Hi, evening, Roger. Roger. Um, let's, we, 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 let's bring David Badcock into the conversation as well. Good evening, David. Evening. David, say hello to Roger. Hi, Roger. Roger, say hello to David. Hello, David. Okay, we're going to play Malik's Malik's word association game. You go, you guys, and hesitate, mustn't say anything. You can't go, uh, or you get, uh, you can't go, uh, you get, uh, okay, are you ready? You got the rules? What? David, we're going to start with you. Pizza. Topping. Hat. Eh? Hat. You can't say that, topping. Topping, hat, yes. Eh, you're out, Top- right. right. No. So it's, it's one nil to Roger. Right, topping let's... No. Yes, um, uh, right, okay. The second one is um, Spanner. Roger. David Babcock. Roger. Dodger. Jammy. Biscuit. Duncan. Too slow. It's one all. This is very, very tense. Okay, uh, it's your turn, uh, David, and your word is breast. Nipple. Udder. Cow. Beef. Steady. Birth. What? Birth. Birth. <laughs> you can't just say the same word in a different language. <laughs> uh, okay, that point goes to Roger. Um, Catherine, would you like to throw a word into the mix? This one's for Roger to start. Jelly. Baby. Child. A babysitter. Uh, money. Uh, 
too slow, too slow. You're getting a bit right. This is it's to all. This is the decider. David, it's your turn to go. Catherine, throw a word into the mix, please. Smelly. Smelly. Bums. <laughs> Right. First of all, David, you don't get to do the noises. I do. Roger, right. where did fingers come from? I thought he said thumbs. He said bums. <laughs> bums. Oh. Uh, unbelievably, David Babcock won, won that. Outrageous. Oh, right, yeah. David, that means you get to go first. Go on. Feel free to chip in any time you want, Roger. Go on, don't David. Uh, well, it's a bit... Uh, right. It's a bit... Uh, well, it's your confession. You're going to do a confession. Well, I, I didn't expect that someone would be on the line with me. Oh, don't be shy, um, David. Right. I've seen your periscopes. You've got nothing to worry about. Oh, by the way, well done to everybody making jokes, and Sally, uh, about it being deep pan pizza. Well, <laughs> well done. Of course, of course, of course, of course. Well done. Deep pan pizza. Well done. Right, get to the confession, please, um, right. David. Shall I get some confessional music up? Yeah. Um, uh, embarrassing. Okay, no, don't, don't, don't be too embarrassed. Um, here we go. Let's try... Let's, oh, it's an advert. We've got to wait. Let's uh, skip in three, Good. two, one. You start. Away you go. Right, can Roger stop breathing, please? It's put me off. Can you stop breathing, please, Roger? You, we, right. we have That's actually right. had a few complaints about your breathing, Roger, so just just cut, put your hand over either your mouth or the mouthpiece, whichever you're more comfortable with. <laughs> okay. Right, David, away you go. Right, as, as most people will probably have figured out, and I will receive stick for this, but I, I'm, I'm fed up of living a lie. For the past few months, I have been in love with my Hoover, Jacqueline. It first started on that fateful night when I got my dingle stuck in its nozzle. Yes, it was an accident, but sometimes love comes out of the best and worst kind of accidents there are. When I deposited my white wee-wee into her spout, I knew that it was something special and it wasn't something that I should pass over. Yes, the conversation may not be great at times. Usually I will ask her certain questions like, are you having a nice night? And she will be, uh, reply, <gasps> But love is love. I don't care what people say about me being in love with a hoover. Quite frankly, I'm happy. The end. Dirty git. That was quite romantic. Well, we need to put... Oh, we've got Babcock as a fornicator. Yeah, it works. It works. It works. Uh, machine fornicator. Um, thank you, David. You, well, thank you, you for you, the, you, the, you, Shut up. You can stay there. People like you discuss me. You can stay there and listen to Roger's um, story now. Hi. And you can Hi. you can chip in. Go on, Roger. Yeah. My nonsense. Right. Uh, I've had my encounter with, uh, with a bit of booty. A bit of tail. Who's, morning, hang on. Who's buzzing? Who's vibrating? Not me. It's Jacqueline. Right. Okay. Jeez. Behave, David. Behave. Yes, Roger. Go on, please. Thank you. So I, I had my own shut own up, David! Own. He's talking! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, I was quiet for you, David. Uh, so I was sat in the office, minding my own business, doing my own work. Yes. Tapping away on the computer, listening to porn for the blinds on the wayback machine. Oh no, I don't want to get. I don't want to get. I don't want to get kicked out. And then um, my willy fell into a Hoover's nozzle. But please, we finish your bit, David. Right. 
Anyway, I thought it was a Henry David, but never mind. Uh, so a Henry I'm, David? I'm, a Henry Hoover. Oh, David. Vax. But I've sat there doing my work, and I feel a thing brushing against my legs. Hoover. No, 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 it weren't Hoover. It was better than Hoover, David. Because I, I pushed my chair back, completely startled, not having a clue what on earth was going on. The cat pops out from under my desk. Oh! Can we keep it, Mummy? Oh, I wanted, I wanted to. Yeah. I've got to, t- I've got to tweet Reddy because she's absolutely adorable. Yeah. Uh, apparently, she's been coming into the warehouse for a couple of weeks, but I'm only in there Mondays, so. Oh. Uh, it was the first time I'd met her. Are you keeping no, her? I want to. They uh, were checking to see whether she's chipped. Okay, good idea. Sensible, wise. Yeah. It's def- it, she's definitely still a kitten. I'll just tweet. I just sent you you well, guys the link to the tweet. Well, if she's if she's um she's probably a stray. Yeah. Oh, look at her, dude. She's absolutely... Look at her. Why have you sent her a, a picture of her licking her arse? <laughs> you sent two pictures and one of them, she's got her tongue up her bum. It get, oh, hey, God. it ties in with Roger because he can get his doodah in his mouth. <laughs> this is what this is all about. You just want flexible friends to join in your freak show. Uh, but, yeah, uh, she's definitely used to being around people because she's just, she's just so friendly. <laughs> she, just wand- she just wanders in when she feels like it. Oh, man, my cat, around. after two years, my, my 19-year-old cat, after two years of me not living under the same roof, she's going to come and live with me on Wednesday. I get my cat back, man. Oh, I get Velvet awesome. back for her, her, however long she's got. And it won't be that long. However long she's got, she's going to be spending it with me in a nice house. Oh, that's going to be great. I lost my cat about 17 years ago. Yeah, they're Never the best. Never replaced her. They're the best, man. They are the best. Well, she's, she has made me cat broody because, as, again, she, apparently she sits yeah. in the, in the uh, work kitchen yeah. in front of the fridge meowing so she knows what a fridge is. Yeah. Mm. Oh, what? So she's def- she's definitely someone's yeah, cat. Maybe she so thinks. Yeah. Sorry, David, what? Uh, I've, I've I've not got a cat. I can't join in with a stick. Have you ever had a cat? I'm allergic. Have you ever seen a cat? Yes. Okay. Ha- okay. Do you want to tell us about that? Well, it was. Well, I've seen quite a few. No. <laughs> uh, Roger. Yeah, so we're checking to see whether... We're trying to find out whether she... Ah, put uh, her in your bag, take her home, who cares? Oh, Drug oh, her, shoot her with a tranquilizer dart and take her home. Oh, uh, if we can't find out whether she's got an, find out whether she's got an owner, uh, I'm okay. tempted. All right, Roger, listen. Go on. Does a lion uh, count as a cat? No, it doesn't. Um, Tony? Hello. What are you calling in for again, mate? I thought I said don't call in again tonight. Oh, I thought you... Uh, I had a missed call from you, so... Um, no, you didn't. Back. No, you didn't. I suppose uh, the switchboard had, had a missed call, so I thought okay. I'd back. Well, we apologise if that was the case. Is, how's your mum doing? Uh, she's good, but I, I mean, on, on the topic we were talking about... We fi- no, we've, we've, fini- we've finished talking for tonight, Tony. You had longer than most people get, um, so we'll speak later in the week. 
Yeah, but I've just been inside and spoke to my daughter and my, my mother. Oh, and, I thought your daughter um, was asleep. Uh, no, no, she's not asleep. Oh, you she's said she was mom. asleep. No, I never said that. Right, okay. And your mum's there, is she? Yeah. Okay. I and don't, I don't um, want they, they were like, you've done nothing wrong, Dad. Especially what you've done, you know, in the last mate, year. Okay, listen, Tony. I've told Tony. I've told you, mate. We've spoken already. You've had longer than most people get. I've got quite. I've got a half full switchboard, so it's unfair if I let you ramble on again and make up stuff again tonight. Okay, but I will be happy was, to talk to you later in the on. week. I, I wasn't making anything up. I'm I, just, I'm okay. Just Personally, I don't believe you. What? Um, and you certainly don't believe right. the line about you getting a call from us because you didn't. Um, so listen, we'll speak later in the week. Okay, well, it's fine, but, but I, I know that I just wanted to phone you back to tell you that, that everything's okay. Okay, well, I'm glad to hear that. Okay. No, no. Look after yourself. Um. <sighs> That, that ain't going to be the last call. This is Talk Radio. Okay. Well. Let's go to Mags. Thank you, Mags. Hi. Hi, Mags. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Hey, it's Mags. We, no. It is. This is who we spoke. We spoke to you on the um, Instagram. Yes, it's Mags. That's a doodle. That's me. How you doing, Mags? I'm fine. You know what? I've never wanted to ring up because I'm really scared of ringing your show. You but did. then I spoke you to you did. on video, and it gave me a whole new lease of confidence. I'm a nice. I'm a nice guy, and Catherine's all right. Oh, I know you're cool, dude. I've met you. Remember, we've met you. Yes, of course, of course. And yeah. um, I've, uh, I am a cool dude, Catherine. Listen to this young lady. She's called me a cool dude. Okay? Well, uh, well <laughs> you've called yourself a cool dude quite no, a lot. She called me a cool dude. Okay. Totally apropos of nothing. We're both so she, cool so dude. it's real. Well, now she's completely watered down that remark by saying we're both cool. Uh, dudes. Uh, obviously, you're cooler. <laughs> you're kind of okay. Oh, you're sort of, I don't know. The thing is, though, did, would you want to be cooler or would, would you want to be hotter? You know, it's a bit. Oh, difficult, isn't it? Difficult, Max. difficult decision. I, yeah. I can tick both boxes at the same time. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I'll what you got for that. us, Max? It's nice to talk to you. Well, what you got for us? Not, no, I don't really know. Good. I just put it on and just thought, I'll oh, just ring up. <laughs> oh, good. Well, you've done the right thing. Well, I tell you what. Right. We've, okay. We can put you on our register. So we've got this, um, uh, this, this picture of this whiteboard that we took in Manchester. It was a, a, a devout. Um, one of those Christian dudes that had a microphone plugged into an amplifier telling us we're all going to go to hell unless we repent. And he had a whiteboard written in black, blue, green and red of people that he, I think, was suggesting were evil sinners. But me yeah. and Kath th- th- were, thought were looked like a cool group of people. So, so far, yeah. we've got Andy as our homosexual, Rory as our drunkard, Matt as our gluton, don't ask, Ellie is wickedness. <laughs> Brian was a thief, but Ian nicked it from him. And David Badcock is our fornicator. So I'm going to read some out, Mags, and you let me know if any of these apply to you. Um, okay. Are you a backbiter? Oh, what, 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 do I bite back? Yes. It's been known on occasion. Oh, right. There we go. Straight in there. So we got oh, nice. we, we got Mags. 
Backbiter. Backbiter. I yeah. think that's a great one, the backbiter. Well, that's not bad, is it? You think... can sneak up on people unannounced and just go, har. Oh, well, she does deserve to go to hell for doing that, because if anyone sneaks <laughs> up and bites my back uh, unannounced... Um, uh, They're well, going to get a karate chop to the windpipe. I, and, I, and that's just the train... I can't stop that happening. No. That's the training. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm totally with you. I don't like it when people approach me from behind, actually. So, yeah, no. <laughs> Steady it's, on it's, now. Well, when we minute, were in I'm Manchester, on, we were walking down it. the street, and it was lovely, because loads of people came up... Um, to say hello because they saw recognised me from the junk and all that stuff but me and Kath are walking down the street on the Sundays we're going back to the car and suddenly this guy just out of nowhere just appeared between us from behind didn't he, and yeah. he all he wanted was a selfie but uh-huh. you thought it was a copper and I thought it was a robber and so we both <laughs> like panicked and like what you what and he just, it was just a really sweet guy that wanted a selfie but he'd chosen the weird route of sneaking up behind us to us in our ears we, 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 a robber that's really cute <laughs> he, he, he was, i thought he was a robber but he did he, whis- he whispered to us can i get a selfie Aww. please but um, he was nice uh, have you, you must have been to manchester mags i have been to manchester and i'm going to manchester again in a few weeks on a training course for work uh yeah, will you get to go and will you get to go and see anything yeah probably yeah because it's only like nine till four or something oh. lame like that go, so a, go to like, um manking around go to annie's Annie's. It's owned, okay. it's owned by Jenny McAlpine, who plays Fizz in Coronation oh, yes, Street, right? Yes, yes, yes. yes and yes. it's like it's like stepping back in time to the 1950s. Uh, I'm not saying it just because oh, she's a mate. If it was Pony, I wouldn't mention it on the air at all. But oh, cool! I'll it, take my 50s swing dress then. Oh, do it, man! It's like going back yes. to, to, to in time, and it's and the food is great, and it's uh, oh. I, 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 we we went on the Saturday for lunch, and then yeah. on the Sunday we were going out for like a late breakfast brunch, and we didn't know we just wandering, and Kath went. It looks like we're heading back to Annie's. And I said, I think we are. We went and had breakfast there the next day. It was so good. Oh, that's nice, though, isn't it? So what do you know about York, then? Because tomorrow I'm going to York. Right, York. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Peterborough. Wasn't York Vikings? Yeah, the shambles. Yeah. That, what's that? I don't really know. It's I don't mean about old history. Street there. I mean, what is there? What, where can I go in York? I think, OK, well, here's something. There's the Railway Museum. The Museum? The Museum. Museum. Mm-hmm. Um, am I right? I think it's York. The, have you has you got at this restaurant called McDonald's? Uh, oh, is it McDonald's with an A or McDonald's with just a Muck? Oh, I never know. I think I always spell it wrong. Whichever one, I always do it with so an A, I. so that's wrong. I I'm, think. Yeah, I, I, I just use the burger emoji to be honest. Hey, by the way, we had the eighty. Uh, normally, I get like a Big Mac or a quarter pounder. I had the eighty-nine yeah. p burger, and it was delicious. Ooh, how was it? Oh, did you ever have that Grand Mac thing? No, no. Which should have just been called a big, big Mac, a not b- a <laughs> Mac. Yeah, a very big Mac, a big, big Mac. <laughs> yeah, a huge Mac. Uh, yeah. No, I didn't have that. Uh, uh, but no. I must admit, because uh, I was a vegetarian for 27 years, and I'm still, yeah. I mean, I'm four years into the meat, uh, uh, so it's still early yeah. days, but McDonald's drive through for me. Hey, when we were in Manchester, the, the chippy drive through the chip shop drive throughs in Oldham, so we oh, weren't that far right. from it. There is a, there is a chippy drive through Yes, mate, in Oldham. Shut there, the front. Yeah, yeah, no I, I know it's it's incredible. We had someone send us a picture of it once. Yeah. Oh, that's great stuff. And we were we that's were caning great. the drive-through Starbucks and Costas at the service stations oh, on the way a back. Drive-thru everything, isn't there? Oh, isn't it? I your car. I love it, man. Who wants to get out and interact with people? I want to drive oh, no. through. Oh no, absolutely. I don't even want to. Inter- when I have my break at work, my hour break, yeah. I just go into my car, make yeah. myself a little den with blankets, and go to sleep. 
because I don't like speaking to oh, people. Oh, uh, I, I see. I don't mind. I like a good sleep in the car. I put the seat back. Yeah, I do. And I, mm-hmm. I, I, I twist at a weird angle, and my right. I sit in the driver's seat, and my right leg goes in the passenger seat, and I get my hand. Well, up. You're long, aren't you? Yeah, you're I'm long. You. I'm imagining yeah, you're I'm short. Not long. Yeah. Yeah, I'm five foot four. I've got a Fiat five hundred, so I just curl up on the back seat. Well, you could fit in the footwell. I thought, yeah, all right, okay. But I, I, yeah, I've, I've only slept, I've only slept in the car once here because it's a very mm. small car park and people come oh. and go and I'm just worried that someone's going to yeah, take a picture of me. Take blanket. You know those things that you put down to get the sun out of your eyes when you're driving. Yeah. I don't know what they're called. The flappy things. Yeah, the su- the sun visors. Sun visors. That's the one. Yeah. So take a blanket and just use the sun visors to keep the blanket oh. up. Oh. And then drape the blankets around yeah. the headrest, yeah. another blanket, and then you're in a little den. Well, there you go. Mags, listen, thank you for your car sleeping tips. You are now our official show backbiter. Backbiter, yeah. And it's <laughs> nice it. to talk Thanks to you, and we'll speak again. Yes, we shall. Cheers, with this. Ta ta. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. She's nice. What's the matter? Tony, dude, this is. Listen, what do you want? Tony, what do you want? Tony? Yes, sorry, yes. What do you want? Uh, I just, I'm just wondering back. I thought you were a bit unfair on me. Tony, mate, listen, you're talking, Tony, you're starting to piss me off now, right? You've had more time on this show than most people get, right? And you phone up Mm. and you repeat yourself and you ramble because you're drunk, man. You're Mm -hmm. drunk, right? This is the third time you've come on air. I've told you both times we just spoke not to call again. I will speak to you later in the week. What is your problem? And I mean that seriously. Tell me now or forever hold your peace. What actually is your problem? In one word. In one word. Would be loneliness. Right, okay. Your daughter isn't there, is she? No. And your mum isn't there, is she? No. Mate, come on, man. Listen, this is one place, right, where uh, where you can be... I had, co- I had a 17-year life of... of Tony, uh, Tony, I'm gonna I'm gonna be firm with you now because you're repeating yourself and you're rambling. This show is one place. No one knows who you are, right? No one has a clue when you phone in who you are, okay? And we've got a small audience, so the chances of someone recognising your voice are very, very slim. This is one place where you can phone up and you can be completely honest. I cannot offer. I cannot help you, and I do not want to help you if you're going to waste my time by lying to me, right? I knew I'm your daughter you. wasn't. I never lied to you. You did, mate. You said your daughter and your mum were there. Okay, yeah. You yeah, also yeah, lied yeah, about yeah, how right. much you drank tonight. Okay, yeah. How much have you drank tonight? Um, I don't know. But way more than you well, told me, yeah. Well, twelve, twelve, twelve. Yeah, well, yeah. Right, twelve bottles right. of beer. Six beers and a bit of wine. So dub, double what you said. Yeah, probably. Mate, I'm sorry you're lonely, buddy. I really am. But we can't get anywhere if you don't tell me the truth, okay? 
So can you can you can okay. you try and commit to telling me the truth from now on? Yeah. Because I know when you're lying. I okay. was a I was a drunk. I was a more of a cokehead than, than a drunk, but I was a drunk and I would lie. And and the saying is is mm. is a cliche, but it's true. You cannot bullshit a bullshitter. I was the best bullshitter mm. out there, man. <laughs> I can see that now. Yeah. Yes. Now, Tony, listen, I'm not angry with you. I'm, I, I, I really feel for you, brother, but I've got a load of people that have been waiting a long time to come on, okay? So okay. I am going to let you go now, and I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you for finally telling me the truth, man. That's a big step. Thank you. It's a big, big step, and I'm gen- I don't mean this to be patronising. I am proud of you for telling no, me No, I don't, Thank I, don't you. I don't find it patronising. I think you're sincere. Good. All right, listen, what I, what I would suggest you to do... You go and have go and drink some water and go to bed. If I see your mm-hmm. name flashing up on the switchboard again tonight, which I suspect I will, I will not. The, no one's going to answer the phone. Okay, so you'll be ringing and okay. no one's going to answer. I will speak yep. to you later in the week. Okay, well, I would appreciate that. Yeah. Go very much. Go to bed, buddy. Go to bed. Okay. All right. You're Thanks. precious. Thanks for understanding. You are and precious. I, I really appreciate the phone call. You are precious. Priceless and valuable. Thank you. Take care. Take care, you too, as well. Paul, There we go. We got somewhere. We got somewhere. Yeah. We got some honesty. We both knew he was lying. Poor bloke. Poor bloke. And it breaks. You know why it breaks my heart? Because I was him. I was him. I was him 14 years ago. I was him a few months ago, man. In 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 that state, for whatever reason, it wasn't booze with me. Back on the gear, but that lonely state. And he's phoning us because he ain't got anyone else to phone. I, mean, I don't even know if he's got kids. We'll find it. We'll find that out at some point. But um, my heart bleeds for him. And the, the, the fact there are loads of people like him. I was one of him. I could be one of him like that. You know, a moment's notice. Um. Well, thank you, Tony, for telling us the truth. That means a lot. And I know that was a tough thing for you to do, man, when your your brain is wired to lie, to to tell the truth like that, particularly after you've already lied, is a big, big thing, man. And so you should be very, very proud of yourself for doing that. Thank you. Uh, right, this is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. Oh, I'm not going to give you the phone number because we've got too many calls and we're busy. Ian Lee. Who are you again? Catherine Boyle. That's it! Yeah. Spent eight hours in total in a car with... No, nine hours, because it was, it was longer going up in a car with you. And I really feel like I... I, I really feel like I know... Um, I know your farts so much better wow. now. I, I can really feel I've connected with them on a on a much deeper level than I ever have done about. before. I, I actually didn't go to the loo for like the whole weekend. I don't know what's up what with me. Sharing well, space well, with you. Well, someone left skiddies in the toilet pan and it wasn't me. <laughs> Let's go to Meryl she- Streep. Let's go to Sheila. Meryl. Shit. Let's go to this one. Let's go to Sheila. Good evening, Sheila. Oh, hi, Ian. Hey, hi, she- Hey, I'm very well, Sheila. How are you? I'm fine. I actually feel a bit silly now because I was calling up. I normally phone up to sort of praise you and Cass, but I was actually phoning up to... Criticise to send- us. 
No, um, the fed. I, I don't know his name. I think it was Tony. Oh yeah. Because I think you were a little bit harsh with it. Um, Tell me which bit was harsh. The thing is, since I signed in, yeah. he's called in again, yeah. and now I'm reconsidering what we're saying. Oh, that's fine, but so. go on, which bit do you think was harsh? Okay, I don't, I've never heard him before. Yeah. But I just, I just felt sorry for him. I yeah, thought, so do I. I can understand it. I thought, it's a Monday night, he's had quite a bit to drink. Yeah. Or, or possibly hasn't, but there must be a reason that he's had a drink on a Monday. Yeah. Um, which is often something you say to me, so I can probably yeah. relate to that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just thought that I know that you have experience and issues with addiction, and yeah, he it. seemed like to reach out. What I liked is that he said to you, you, you asked him to call back. Yeah. And he did call back, and you do say that at the end of a lot of calls. You say keep in touch no 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 we had no 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 no. we had a specific thing on friday where i suspected that he wouldn't remember the conversation we'd had so i said call back on monday and tell me what we talked about okay fair enough this is where i've missed out then because i didn't i didn't hear that but Um, to me it just sounded like oh gosh um, yeah no i get that i get that i get that i get that and i knew that was kind of the risk i was taking that people that had, had missed the previous encounters he phoned us 12 times one night that people that had missed the previous encounters would perhaps consider my tone to be harsh but the, the, the sympathetic wishy-washy thing wasn't working. I knew he was lying okay. to us. Um, and sometimes you kind of got to shock it out of him. Uh, hey, well, listen, what do I know? I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a counsellor. I'm just a bloke who's who's kind of lived a bit and has done, you know, has, has struggled to put things down. And I just knew he was lying to us. I knew it. And you were right. And that's the thing. Because I thought, I've, I must phone him because I think he might have changed the way that man thinks. He thought, I'm going to phone back. And what it was is he said he'd not had a drink since Friday, and he went, "Well, it's only Monday." And I thought, "Well, better start." And so, he, well, it's not—it's not, know, it's not much of come, Sheila. Come on, it's not no, much. It, first not. of all, I didn't believe that, and secondly, that's not much of a start. No, it's not. A start. And look, and look, and we're not going to answer it. He's—he's okay, so he's calling in again, Sheila. He's calling. He's calling. No, now I feel silly. Don't feel silly. I've Don't feel silly. I've heard a couple of calls. I forbid you to feel silly. I forbid you. But he's calling in again now. I can see it. I'm not going to take the call. Oh, dear. Okay. He is... Listen. um, He's a a lonely drunk. And that breaks my heart. Uh, But sometimes you've kind of got to shock a little... You've got to shout at them a little bit. There's a a thing with addiction called enabling and it's it can be you know keep give keep people keep coming saying can i have 50 quid can i borrow 50 quid and you keep giving them the 50 quid even though you know they're going to spend it on booze or drugs and they i need it for my rent but that you know and you keep that's called enabling or even going around and bringing them food or even just listening to their lies and accepting their lies that's enabling uh, and I can't be an an enabler to someone like that because I might be. The... I know. Do you know what I know? I know a lot about what you're saying because I've got. Like, I, I won't say what my personal experience is, but I've got people that are enablers. Yeah. Um, and also the other side of it, and sometimes you get people that are, are doing so well with their addiction therapy that they kind of maybe lose touch with. Yeah. what it feels like perhaps yeah. because they're so happy with themselves yeah. and they just distance themselves so they they can't be around that and they can't hear it yeah. because it which is fair enough because it is to do with them and it is it might 
you know, it might not help their recovery or their their path on the, you know, the right path. I, I know I'm not making a lot of sense, but I've, I've, you know, I have got some experience from some friends that yeah. are also involved in this. Yeah. Um, so I just, I suppose when I heard it with not knowing the context of yeah. this person, this caller, it sounded harsh. But now that I've heard him call back and... You're right. It, it was ha- well. I don't know if I'm right, and it was harsh. I'll agree with you. It was harsh, uh, but I, I think it was justified. Others might disagree. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, uh, you know, but but I know that my intention is true, and that it's not to bully him. It's to try and, you know, it, as I said to him, I'm holding up a mirror to him. And also, if I wasn't, yeah. if I hadn't been quite so firm, he'd have he'd have repeated the same story he's told us a dozen times. He was going off on tangents that were irrelevant. Um, and, um, and I wanted him to stay on the path that we were following in our conversation, but I appreciate, but you, I appreciate that you've called up Sheila because you care and that shows that you're a good person. I did care. I felt bad for him, but then when he called back and you were absolutely right, there was no child, there was no mother and he'd had a little bit more to drink than he said, then... Yes, yeah. you you are correct. But, but you're you're, you're a good I'm person. I'm on the phone now, so I'll just talk to Ian anyway. You're a good but person, Sheila. Only one other thing I wanted to ask because I'd love to see one of your live shows, but you're not doing any in London. No. And you said that you you love the fact that that when you're out of London, people are very welcoming to yes, you. Yes. I think give people a chance in London. I think we will. Hang on, welcome hang on. You. We've done loads of shows. We've done about I don't know a dozen shows in London. I know, but not this time, not this tour. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have loads of times. Have you? Yes, we give we give people in London a chance. We do. I'm not saying we don't enjoy performing in London. Of course we do, but we 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 do loads of shows in London. Oh, I didn't know that. Every time I look, it's like Bath and Brighton. Oh, it is now. But we did a show in London. When was we've done two this year? April the first. Not this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've done we've done two this year. It was April the first. People complaining it was um, Easter Sunday. Yeah, yeah. We've yeah we do yeah. Okay, I feel terrible now. <laughs> now you should, you should feel terrible about that, Sheila. That is bad fanship. I'd love to come along and show you like a, a welcome, a London welcome. But no. this is the thing I was going to ask. I don't want a McDonald's, please. Oh, you won't be getting one. <laughs> Wait, can I put in a request? No, you I, can't. This is, this is the London thing we're talking this is about. The, exactly. This is the this London is the vibe. We're you... not grateful, are we? No, you're not. Nice to talk to you, Sheila. Bye-bye. Bye. Can I put in an order? For some free food that was a spontaneous gag that cost me 40 quid that ate into my 120 pounds profit I made. Uh, so taking it down to 80 quid. No, you can't. That's London for you. This is Talk Radio. Kick off your slippers. Don't go to bed. The party is just starting. You can sleep when you're dead. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, Tony's calling in and we'll let him call in. We won't answer it tonight. I think that wouldn't be helpful to, uh, that wouldn't be helpful to him. We've got loads of calls. Paul Ross is on at one. Is it Paul tonight? Yes, it should be. Paul Ross is on at one o'clock. We'll get him in in a bit. He can tell us what's happening. Let's go to Richard. Good evening, Richard. Hello, Richard. Can't hear you, mate. Let's go to Sean. Hello, Sean. Hello, Ian. Hello, Kath. You okay? Good, thank you, Sean. What you got for us? 
Yeah, first of all, uh, thanks for the show in Manchester on Saturday. It's really, really good. And thanks for taking the time out to meet me and the mate afterwards. Oh, nice one, man. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming. Everyone was lovely, weren't they? Everyone was like, I forgot to say that I, f- I forgot it was a vegan restaurant. And I ordered 40 McDonald's <laughs> to be delivered to a vegan restaurant. Fortunately, they have a sense of humour. Yeah, they do. And the owner asked for one. <laughs> Could have got very, very tense. Very tense. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it, Sean. We had a lot of fun doing it. It was one of our favourite shows, I think. It's such a, a a nice venue. So thank you, man. No worries. A um, couple of things. I'll be really quick because I know you've got people waiting. Um, so this morning I was on a really early shift for work. It was about four o'clock in the morning. So obviously the first thing I do is, you know, call on talk radio. And um, Penny Smith was on. Um, she was interviewing, uh, you know, Paul Young from the oh, 80s. Oh, yeah, good from the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and um, they were just talking about his, uh, his, he was promoting something. And then something happened. They told a story about uh, him. You mm. might know this already, but I was like flabbergasted. Well, I, listen, I know the story you're going to tell, and I saw the clip they posted on Facebook, and I thought it was so good that they addressed it. But go on, you tell the story. Okay, so basically in uh, 1998, um, Junior DeCampo uh, of uh, This Morning, um, he uh, basically robbed Paul Young's house. Yeah, he was a little, he was a little uh, street and urchin, and he went in and nicked all his guitars, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he's got two thousand pounds worth of equipment and his gold disc or something like that. And I was kind of half asleep, and I was listening to that, and I was like, "Dude, the campo, he robbed Paul Young's house. Is that, is that really happening?" It sounds not. It sounds like something from the day to day or Brass Eye. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it, it, I was waiting for the uh, the Chris Morris punchline. But then, am I right? Did, did, didn't Penny then su- suggest to, to Paul Young that wh- what did he say about it? Because I've never really heard him talk about it. Um, I'll be honest. I, I was kind of getting ready for work, so I, I heard that sort of that little bit, and then I wanted to, to listen to more. But I was kind of in a rush to get to work, so I only heard that that happened that story. So I looked online. I saw a Daily Mail article telling the story a bit more, um, but it doesn't really have a quote from Paul Young, I don't think. But yeah, it's just a weird thing to hear. Um, hang on a minute. Stay there because I'm going to try and. The internet is going slow. There's a there was a clip of it on the on the Talk Radio Facebook page. It re- really is a a fun place to hang out. They've they've really made it very eye catching. Um, let's <laughs> let, that's sarcasm, by the way. Let <laughs> me see if I can find it. Bits seem to disappear. Here we go. Here we go. Right. Let's have a listen to this. This is uh, Penny Smith. Does the show before mine? Who does the early breakfast? This guy called Christo, and he said, "I love Paul Young. I did always, I kind of always wanted to ask him about how he felt about Gino De Campo because Gino De Campo's got a new game show going on, and of course he famously burgled your house and took all your beloved guitars and I think a platinum album as well." Yes, he did. I mean, I can't deny it did really happen. Yes, he did, and uh, I, I went to court um, to to support what happened. Yeah. And um, I'm, I must have seen him there, but then I wouldn't have known who he was because we were talking way before he was famous. Yeah. So it was him and it was someone else as well, you know. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I suppose the point is that we have... He, he went to jail for it and he's talked about it and we have to give people second chances. And, and yeah, and that's, that's the thing. Archie, sorry, Archie wants to ask you a question. Did you ever feel as a way of getting retribution of, like, stealing his frying pans or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> Archie? Of what, in his frying pans? <laughs> or, you know, I, I don't know, a crock pot or one of his pasta makers. A slow cooker. <laughs> <laughs> Just think, yeah, you take my guitars, I've got your pasta maker, mate. Yeah. <laughs> what to do with the pasta maker? Yeah. Oh, I know who's got one. That's not as much fun as I was expecting to be. Bit, bit, bit weird. Don't think Paul Young enjoyed that very no. much. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> 
Still, it's a crazy story, Sean. It is indeed. Um, I've got a word for the word board as well. Oh, yeah, go on. Uh, can I please take covetous? Oh. What are you coveting, though, mate? Well, I'm going to take you back to 1995. Yeah. Um, I was six years old. I was in year two, so I was like six or seven. And basically, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was pretty big at the time. Yes, mate. And somebody in my class, she had one of the action figures. I don't know if you remember them, but if you turn them on their side, they flip over. Like I a backflip. don't remember that. That sounds awesome. I'm coveting them now. <laughs> Um, and uh, I really wanted to just have a little play with it, and she wouldn't give it me, this person. Yeah. So one break time happened, everyone goes outside, but I decided to go back in the classroom, and I knew she hid it in her tray. Oh, man. So I went into her tray and took it, and I can't believe I did this. This is the sort of thing that I don't really do, but I took it home with me. <gasps> wow. And then two days later, I had to uh, give it back, because my mum found out. Is that co- is that covet? That's not coveting. That's stealing. Yeah, coveting would just what be uh, because, wanting it. Well, I've got the definition here. It says having or showing a great desire to possess something belonging to someone else. So I'm going on like the desire. But you like, took it to the next. Hang on a minute. I'm seeing there's something that fits you better. Um, deceit, violent. No, it wasn't violent. In, a, in was there any was there any bloodshed? Uh, no. Okay. Um, p- proud, hatred of God. Um, all right, we'll, we'll put you on cover to Sean. I think that's the closest we've got. Nice one. Cheers, mate. Cheers, my dears. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. Uh, let's go to Bill. Good evening, Bill. Hello, mate. How are we? I'm very well, Bill. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, my son. Nice one. What you got for us, Billington? Well, first of all, I just noticed about that previous caller. It was very much a rung-in theme about thievery. Yeah. He started off with the, the Geno stuff, oh, and yeah. then he admitted he's a, oh. he's a turtle stealer. <laughs> you reckon he was <laughs> softening us up? <laughs> he was softening us up with Geno, wasn't he, before he slipped us the turtle? Oh, oh Jesus! <laughs> easy, easy. Easy, tiger! <laughs> Calm down, lady. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I reckon he's probably on his way to do a violent burglary right now. You should put him down as violent. <laughs> this is this like his little warm-up. He's phoning up. It's, it's almost like he's he's confessing to his crime before he goes and, and does it. Well, he could be in court in a few months. Yeah. That, well, he could be. And, and I hope they throw the book at him. He'll probably yeah. nick that as well. Of course he will. Have you well, ever nicked yeah. anything, Bill? Um, when I was homeless for a little bit, but that was food. Hang on a minute. Hang on. I've been speaking to you for, what, 12, 13 years, and now you drop in that you are homeless for a little bit? No, it's only five, six weeks. It weren't, it weren't nothing major. But where did, what, 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 were you do? I hate that phrase. I'm not even going to say it. Were you sleeping on people's sofas or were you on out on the streets or what? Mixture of both. Man alive! What was the first night you slept out outside? What was what, what? You must have felt awful. Yeah, it wasn't good, but I don't know. It was sort of ten oh. years ago now. It was only it was only temporarily. I love you, man. You're honestly, you're my sister's favourite caller, and you're Scott Balcony's favourite caller, and and I love you, brother. Oh, thank you. You too. And Kath. Ah, uh, thanks. You, but still, you've confessed to a crime, even though it was stealing food as a homeless. We have to report you to the authorities, Bill. I'm sorry, them's the rules. Well, you ain't reported me for all the cannabis use. 
Oh, well, no, you're going to do that now as well. Double bubble, I'm Might afraid. Well. We thought we'd hang on and make one phone call. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We saved it all up. <laughs> I'm leaving the country. We might get a community action trust reward. <laughs> yeah, and maybe um, Pride of Britain. This is yes. great. Well, what about the other guy? You're going to report him. What other guy, mate? The one who's going to go and burgle some don't old know, woman. Don't know what you're talking about. You seem to be talking about burgling old women quite a lot as well. It's we better mind. report you for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, Bill. Oh, yeah, and I stole a cat. Oh, Bill. <laughs> well, no, it chose me. That's what I called in for originally. It was seven years ago, and he, he's still living there. Well, that's very... As someone who owns a cat and knows that cats are little tarts and they will go wherever there is food, that is a... That's a... That's a... That's a low, Bill. No, we, we tried for like a week. We wouldn't let him in. Well, we thought it was a girl for 18 months, yeah. and then we took it to the vet. But, yeah, it just moved in. It was reincarnation because my dog died, um, <laughs> I think, about three weeks before. Well, how old was the cat? We reckon it was two at the time. Right, so, so hang on. The, the, the dog died three weeks before a two-year-old cat turned up, and you think that that was the reincarnation of your dog? Yeah. Thanks very much for calling, Bill. I mean, <laughs> unbelievable. These people. I was about to say exactly the same thing. These people. The stories they tell themselves make it right. Mm, uh, Pablo. How do? Good, good, good. What you got? Um, <clears throat> possibly a one for the uh, the old board. Yeah, go on. Um, innocent bloodsheds. Innocent bloodshed. Go on. Yeah. Um, well, when my youngest was a wee bit younger. Um, about the stage where they're, they're, they're very much scratching at themselves and yeah. you've got to get the mitts for the hands. Yeah, knits? Hang on, what? Mitts. Oh, I think it's a knits for the hands. Don't talk about knits near me. Oh, you've got knits, haven't it? I've got knits. The kid's got knits. Well, you, why is your hair moving independently of your body? Ooh, I've never had knits. Cass got knits. I've had knits, but I've not got it now. You need to shave your head like... Um, um, Sigourney Weaver. Well, I was going to say Whitley Stryber. Who's Whitley Stryber? I don't know. Whitley Stryber. you're thinking of Sigourney Weaver yeah. and saying Whitley Stryber. Whitley Stryber's a character in a book. What book is Whit? What is Whitley Stryber? Why has that name popped into my head? A character in the book, Whitley. Stay with us, caller. Whitley Stryber. Um, Whitley Stryber is an American writer, best known for his horror novels, *The Wolfen* and *The Hunger*, and for *Communion*, a non-fiction account of his alleged experience with human entities. Oh, oh. Whitley Stryber! He got kidnapped by aliens and probed up the bum. Of course he That's did. That's who Whitley Stryber is, and there's a film about it as well. Do you remember him, uh, Pablo? Um, not, not directly, no, but he sounds very interesting. Yeah, there's a film about Whitley Stryber. Oh, look, he's on Twitter. There's Whitley Stryber. Well, I'm not, well that name isn't... I haven't thought about that for years. Gosh, well done, Whitley. Lay up the striper. Anyway, Pablo, come on, boy, because we got Paul Ross coming in soon, and he don't waste yeah, no yeah. time. He comes in, he sits down, he starts talking, and we can't control the man. The man right, is a right. broadcasting machine. We just Once he gets his ass in this studio, there ain't nobody going to stop him talking. That man opens his mouth. He comes in, he opens his mouth, he starts talking, and we ain't got no control over the mofo. So if he wants to talk, then there's absolutely uh -oh, uh -oh. nothing we can do. He's coming in Ooh. now. Pa Pablo, I'm afraid you just take too long, Pablo. We haven't got time for you. <laughs> there we go. Sorry about that. Good morning, Pablo. I'll little chat with him. He's gone. He has <laughs> gone. Hello, Paul Ross. Whitley Stryber. What a great, he wrote The Wolfen, didn't he? Yes, he it's did. A brilliant writer. I, horror I, writer. But I, only, I never read the horror. I just read the book about uh, communion, about being abducted oh, yes. by aliens. Yeah. They turned into a movie, didn't they? It's like the odd film, I think. Was with, it Christopher um, Walken? Uh, 
Oh, I can't remember if it's Christopher Walken. There was a guy who looks like Christopher Walken who blows up one of them, and I there's the... Is it Jodie Foster as the female lead, or... Oh, you know what? It might be. I, I think I'm, it is. I'm going to... I am deep Because they blow up one of these machines, and he says, you know, with federal government money, we'll build two at the same time. We're going to get it out of jail when they destroyed it. No, communion. I, I, I was right. Christopher Walken. Oh, I'm thinking of a different film now. I think you must be. Christopher Christopher Walken. And... I'm thinking the film where she goes aboard, and she loses, like, eight hours of her memories or something, and there's tape on it, and she's been communicating with her dead father. Oh, that's Contact. Con- Contact, I'm thinking. That I, was I a stand bloody waste of time, wasn't it? Did you enjoy that? I did. I like a slow film like oh, that. Oh, no, though. it's awful. <laughs> All that time, it was a bloody dad at the end. Spoiler alert, mate! And also, language. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, mate, since we've been to Manchester and she's been with her own people... I was zipping up her boots going back to her roots. <laughs> hey? I've had my fa- factory settings How much reset. stodge did you two eat in Annie's bar or Annie's? Oh, oh, we ate, oh, we ate well, man. I had um, shepherd's pie. Oh. Um, was it shepherd's pie? Cottage pie. Cottage pie. Um... It's good food. But the, we, we, as soon as we got within like a 75 mile radius of Manchester, he bag him, or I go to foot of our stairs and side pots. It was all, it was outrageous. And it's half style ferret. Yeah. Outrageous. Did she go up a ginnel? Yes, oh, I've been up a, many a ginnel in my now? time. <laughs> Paul, Paul Ross, your casual racism is not welcome here, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got for us tonight? We've got a brilliant story from Pittsburgh. Yeah. You remember the old advert for vodka? Um, I used to be a librarian until I discovered a certain vodka. Have you, I don't remember before that time. one. No, no. They had loads of them. Anyway, this chap was a librarian for 20 years. Yeah. He worked at the Carnegie Library, where I've actually done some research years ago. Pittsburgh, remarkable place. Yeah. Rare volumes all over the world. He turned up, he was Mr. Boring, turned up work a day, pens in the top pocket. Over the course of 20 years, he stole $6 million worth of rare books. Yes. With his partner in crime. Yes. We've got a top crime journalist from Pittsburgh to talk us through the entire story. Is I he still wait. alive? He's still alive. And apparently they may not jail him because they got all the books back they which re- they weren't even spent they weren't living large on master charge they yeah. weren't spending the money they just wanted the kind of thrill of it apparently oh. they may not even do jail time they may get suspended sentences that's gonna make a great so, movie yeah, isn't great, it and they actually he actually looks like without being librarianist he looks like philip larkin's ugly younger cousin beautiful he looks like a proper librarian oh what time's that on I've uh, oh, we're doing it live i can't remember all after 2 30 right. right, we'll, you know we can dig it out and email it to you or yeah something. yeah no so, yeah. i'll be awake at that all that and we go into i've got some looks and great stuff on the show too including a special forces bloke who's got a show on this Thursday night, 9 o'clock, Channel 4. Have you seen Narcos on uh, Netflix? I'm aware of it, yeah. Okay, it's pretty... Well, he's done the kind of the real Narcos, only he makes Ross Kemp look like... Ross Kemp. Yeah. He's yeah, been yeah, out there yeah. in Mexico, down to Columbus. He's on the show as well. Oh. Former, spe- former, former Special Forces. I can't talk about it, Paul. One of those. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent stuff. Paul Ross is on between one and five. Then it's James Max, isn't it? At five o'clock, is it? It is the early breakfast show. There you go. You see? Beautiful. And then Julia Heartless Bruiser. I've no idea what you're talking about. Um, thank <laughs> you. Very- four o'clock spike. <laughs> thank you very much, Paul. Uh, thank you. Oh, okay. Karen's gone. Look, everyone's gone. Um, thank you very much, Catherine. Always a pleasure to have you by my side. Keep an eye on you. (laughs) Um, We will be back tonight at 10 o'clock. Don't forget, you can go and download the podcast if you go to iTunes or Acast and type in Late Night Alternative, Ian Lee, Catherine Ball, something like that. That'll pop up. The rabbit hole will pop up and you can go and enjoy it or hate it or, you know, what. I don't really care. I'm just filling until the time and the time is up. So we'll end it now. Thank you.